behind i am brian and that was feedback that you just heard but we got that all taken care of frank i'm not going to allow you to share the screen with instagram live uh i've already worked out some issues with sharing screens on instagram live with audio coming from two different sources and it isn't good so i've got a fix for that later after the cast we can work through but i wanted to do a test if you're watching live hi uh, if you're listening back to it, we were live on Instagram. Hi. <laughs> uh, Brian here in North Texas with a special late night over the weekend cast with our boy Frank and Austin. Frank, how are you? Frank's muted. Your lips are moving, but I ain't hearing nothing coming out, homie. That's on me. Hold up. All right, and we're back. That should be better. Can you hear me? Still can't hear me because I'm a fucking idiot and forgot to turn up the goddamn headphones. You there? Yeah, I I can hear you. I know you could. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, good, good, good. We were doing some pre pre uh, precast testing, and I had to change my default settings to keep up with frank's requests so well so i I just want to report back does seem like my computer from last cast is not going to turn back on so oh so you ruined um, another computer my first computer no i I ruined it twice Mm. that's what happened okay well i'm gonna give you this (laughs) not not funny i need to stop moving my hands you know, because I have told you that from the get go, that any time that you decide to go on a long rant, specifically political rants, where you keep hammering your point home by hitting your fist on things, it's just not a good move. You can't do that. Uh, that wasn't what occurred here. Doesn't matter. I, if I was, you start there, you I don't. Was, I was laughing, you know, and mm. I went all Italian on it, and I kind of karate chopped my beer. Somehow you went fell. from you went from diverting, uh, like escaping uh, 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 responsibility for all this to now being racist about it, and I don't know how. Nah, nah, please, <laughs> come on. What you're dealing with here is a culture that talks with their head. It just is. He just Spanish. Said- Talk with their hands. He just said gabagool with his hands, and I don't like how that... I, I did like not it. say that. You said with your so, hands, you said it. You said it with your hands. You said it with his anyways, hands. you know, I was being expressive, and then all of a sudden, I wasn't looking, and I knocked the fucking beer over. And yeah, it's it seems to be a lost cause. I have not tried turning it on again. I'm waiting for it to dry. Uh, but I, I, I do think it might be done this time. Frank, with uh, people... It was a lot of beer. Frank, with people panic buying everything right now, how could how did you find enough rice to soak your MSI computer in it? I, I did not. I put it out in the sun, actually. Uh, uh, as a normal human being. Uh, wait, you guys you, have the sun down there? Because I haven't seen the sun in like three days up here. 
Oh, no, shit, dude. It's been hot as fuck down here. We got to 89 degrees today. I was working outside. It's one of those things. So, yeah, hasn't been fun. Um, need to figure out how this computer situation changes on me because I also apparently don't have my adapter to my work laptop that makes me have a microphone, which kind of sucks. And those audiophiles out there who are listening can tell. Yeah, I mean, this is a Bose headset, is what I'm I'm recording on tonight. So well, I, I do you want to I do a like review on Bose headsets. <laughs> profusely apologize. They're really good for airplanes. Apparently, not good for recording podcasts. To no one's surprise. To no one's surprise. No. Well, um, I mean, you live, you love, and then you don't spill com- beer on your computer. You know how that goes. But but a lot of buts. We're still here. We're here for the people. That's what we're doing. People, P E E P L E, people. Yeah, I mean the Obviously. peeps. So people. So, anyways, um, I've got two beers lined up for tonight because I don't think I need to drink any more than two beers tonight. What? Um, why? You fucking? Huh? Why? What's happening? Are you are you sick? No, it's. <laughs> I mean, it's eleven twelve. If I if I want to be productive. Before 2 p.m. tomorrow, which is a Sunday, which I definitely need to be. Um, I think the two beers that I've got here are lined up pretty well. We've got a Belgian-style triple from Anchorage. Okay. And a triple a trim, a, a triple India Pale Ale from Anchorage. Uh, clocking in at 8.5 and 10.4, respectively. Uh, these are some of the most beautiful can designs I've ever seen in beer. Anchorage um, is sick with their can designs. Yeah, it's just and it's all matte black and shit. Like, yeah, just fantastic can designs. I mean, if if you see Anchorage lined up at your local store, and you're not like it doesn't pop as a black can, I don't know how they're lining them up. It's it's beautiful cans, beautiful beer normally, and you know, Brian, you were you recall when uh, Tups went through their phase where they had actual cans printed for them? Yes. And they had to start labeling over them, like the first edition of the juice box. Yes, I do remember that. Uh, so Anchorage has always, always stuck with black cans with just the Anchorage neck. Mm. And they just label with, with paper over everything. So it's, I don't know, I, I really honestly, like, and I've said it a lot, I just respect their style, their game. What they're doing is exactly how... You should run a business of brewing in fucking Alaska. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. you can imagine to grow a brewery in Alaska cannot be easy. Uh, it's well, I mean, the competition one hundred and twenty-five thousand people. <laughs> competition's got to be low. That's all I'm going to say. Competition's low, but still, like, I mean, it's you cannot grow massively with a customer base that's one hundred twenty-five. There's only so much beer you can sell. You know, like it's. What they're doing to export and to get it into the Northwest and to get it down here through Tavor and whatnot, really smart. Like, really, really business strategy-wise, they're they're doing what they need to do. They're fucking collaboration with other half. Yeah. Like, crazy. There yeah. are plenty of, of breweries who cannot get those people to come. But other half was like, you guys make some really fucking good beer. Let's collab. Yeah on the other points of the earth. Like, let me take a 12 hour flight to go make some beer with you. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's, yeah, it's not like they're, they're road tripping to fucking Brooklyn. That's not happening. No, no. Well, 
So no, much respect as always. Like so, I've got two two Anchorage beers. What are you drinking, Brian? Uh, right now I'm uh, I popped open a beer right before the cast started. I'm drinking Harp Lager for the Ooh, moment. The best. I like it. You know what? So this is the second bottle I've opened in the last week, and the first bottle was. I, I it was it was light struck as fuck. <laughs> it was uh, what you would call um, Como City say skunky. Uh, mm. It was it tasted literally like you know how people uh, shit on Heineken and Stella. That's what the first harp that I opened up this week was, and then this one is just this nice, light, beautiful, fucking delicate lager of a beer. It's so good, Brian, 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 Brian. You're not marrying the beer. Okay. I'm, I might actually. Um, <laughs> the Dems get their ways. We can marry whoever we want. Am I right? No. Whoa, oh, whoa, you're no. right. Yeah, yeah, actually, apocalyptic on the bitch. Hot take. I get it. Hot I takes it. coming up it. everywhere. Oh, no, 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 no. We are dealing with that today. Hot okay? takes. Oh, no, so, no after... Har- Harp's good, man. Fucking love Harp. I, uh, you know, Harp has always been good to me, uh, but uh, Guinness. Blonde, their blonde lager that they make mm-hmm. here in Baltimore, or here, that they make in Baltimore stateside, is honestly, I like it a little better. It's still got that crisp, clean finish, but it's a lot hoppier than. Yeah. And anyway, I, I'm kind of into that. So, <clears throat> I, I was if, just going to say, hold on. If, if Baltimore is here for you, you are not obeying the six foot rule. So, uh, I'd be concerned. Also, uh, <laughs> the six foot rule. We're supposed to be social distancing ourselves, Brian. You're talking about Bal- you're you're talking about to scale, I guess. If I'm if no, no, Brian, it's a fucking joke. Additionally, harp, right? Are you a harp blonde or are you a bass ale blonde uh, kind of guy? Right. So if you're gonna make a Guinness blonde, whatever that thing, a black and tan. Well, no, no, no. Guinness blonde is an actual. Brand. I understand. Sorry, I meant I meant a black mm, and tan. Mm. Are you a are you a heart black and tan guy? Or are you a bass ale black and tan guy? Because so, I mm-hmm. I like them both, but I think I like heart better. Okay, so if I'm being perfectly honest, I like to do Bell's Two Hearted on the bottom, and then Ooh, float that's a good idea. Guinness Draft on top. That is all right. Way 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 good. I, I yeah, I need to try that because the bitterness has to be like just great it's gotta be uh, it's it's good. it's a black ipa but it's fucking yeah. really really well done uh, however i apparently have to be extremely intoxicated to make them correctly because every time i've tried to make one sober and post it on it instagram it just it's a clusterfuck I ended up drinking a lot of <laughs> a lot of too hard and a lot of guinness so have you have you okay so i know a lot of people say pour it over the spoon back of the spoon whatever yeah I I have a friend who has the true spoon, mm-hmm. and it does make a difference. Yeah, it's, I mean, there's I have... like a spot on the spoon that you hit. It's like the the perfect curve, and it just kind of melts into the bottom. Well, the of other the, of the the other good part of the spoon is that if if you're using a true Guinness spoon on a true Guinness pint glass, the the feet uh, sit mm-hmm. perfectly on top of the glass, so that when you pour dead center of the spoon, it goes straight down it perfects uh, it perfectly uh, i have a oh. i have like a, a travel version of the of a guinness spoon that hooks on the has a little uh, notch that you loop over the side of a glass 
and you're able to pour down, basically pour down the side of the glass. And it's nice. It works. However, it were, it, there's a viscosity thing that happens when you start mixing and matching with different ales. Uh, and I will say Bell's Too Hearted is a tough one to do. It is, it is tough. Sorry, I'm checking. Yeah. Parker just messaged the group about something about his van, so I'm sure. Oh, he went to the St. Paddy's Day Festival. I'm glad he's practicing social distancing as well. He's <coughs> dragging his kids <laughs> to the middle of a, a group of people. It's good. It's good. Normal. So, uh, <coughs> yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. I can't, I hope he hops on. <laughs> um. Uh. <laughs> wow, that's hilarious! I, I'm speechless. I'm um, not. Would so, you expect anything less from the man? No, no, I wouldn't. So, yeah, I mean, okay. Uh, the the let's let's just quickly get this coronavirus conversation out of the way. Yeah. Um, it is quite selfish at this point in time, and I'm just gonna be very fucking real with our generation. I'm not talking to the old people. I know they're freaking out. They understand. Like, I think most of them understand mortality based on what's happening right now. Like a a lot of the older people I'm talking to, they're like, fucking, what am I going to do? If you're young and you're like, oh, I'm not going to die from this. Fuck you. Like (laughs) it is not about you. This is not about me. This is not about Brian. It's not about Willem. Uh, It is about us actually helping. Yeah. And uh, so, so I'm going to, it's, it's not a self brag, but I'm going to tell you what I've done in the last 24 hours. And I'm, I'm actually really proud, not for what I've done, but more of like how our little tech community in Austin has gotten together because I think it's fucking awesome. Okay. Um, we've, so I, I, uh, on, on Friday night, Friday afternoon had this idea after I picked up my neighbor's dogs from the vet and my dad, my, my, not my dad, obviously he's old. He shouldn't be doing this. My, um, not old, but he's in the you just called your dad old. Right? Yeah, no, he's in the vulnerable population, right? So, um, no, so I, uh, my, my wife took took the dogs into the vet, her vet, and uh, I picked them up and brought them back because we have some neighbors that are really, really vulnerable, right? Um, so as soon as I got done with that, and having been, I mean, Brian knows, and we talked about this before on the cast, I believe, but. My first job for the first six years of my life was at an old folks home. Okay. Oh, God. assisted yeah. living. Uh huh. And so immediately my mind jumped, and my mom still works in that industry. My mind jumped to the elderly and how scared they must be and how alone they must feel. Right. Because right. we have a lot of people. Like I mean, I know Brian, your your parents are up in in, in Oklahoma. Like you guys are distance, right? Right. So immediately in my mind, I was like can't we do something to activate people who are less vulnerable to help out the more vulnerable? Right. So, um, I just kind of out on the Austin startup group and Facebook, I said, Hey, um, I think I've got an idea for something we can do to help people. And maybe we can create kind of like a reverse postmates where, uh, people don't get paid to do, uh, deeds, but they do them because they want to help old people out and people that are vulnerable right. because everybody's scared right now, but you can actually do something about it. Right. Like, okay. Um, so, so how did that, so I put, I, I put that say. out there uh-huh. and at the moment I've got 
anywhere from 10 to 15 people helping at a given time. We're developing an application where um, old, uh, elderly, yeah, thank you. vulnerable, doesn't have to be old people, it's just vulnerable people, will be able to request um, that individuals who are less likely to be affected or severely impacted by the virus um, can go out and, and uh, 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 request for them to purchase groceries, to go pick up pharmaceuticals, to yeah. go, you know, like do the things that they need. Um, and then kind of today, one of us thought about the fact that like, if you're going to be cooped up in your home, a lot of our folks are single parents. Yeah. They don't have kids around. They need to socialize. So have them request an ability just to socialize, like just talk to someone, just text message, Skype call, phone call, whatever, yeah. you know? Um, so we, we started building the workflow. We're going to have some version of an application tomorrow and uh, reached out to Meals on Wheels. They're interested. They want to understand what we're trying to do. They want to provide feedback, reached out to um, Presbyterian Homes, one of the largest elder care providers in this country. Uh, they're interested. Their national director was like, let's do this. Um, and I just, I want to say like, you don't have to be helpless when this is going on. Like we are going to have plenty of opportunities to help our people. Right. And we've got to take our interests to the side and be inclusive of society's best interests. Like, yes, if we all volunteer, maybe two of us die, but it is two people versus a likelihood of 15% of people above 80 dying. And we have so many people in this country above 80 that need help right now. Right. And we'll need help coming up. Um, and it's, I, I am humbled by the fact that we got so many people activated in this tech community. I've never seen something like that. I've never seen people be so just instantaneously like, Supportive. Let's do this. Yeah. yeah. Like we're dude, this went up on, on Friday at 3 PM and we're going to have an application to demo on Sunday. That's great. Like, and that's fucking crazy. And it's, it's going to help people if we can get it to, to, to have volunteers to, to assist, right? Like yeah. we need runners. We need runners that are not vulnerable. We need people to go do the grocery shopping because quite frankly, the CDC today was going to say until our fucking idiot came on and <clears throat> didn't want to say it. They were going to tell people to if you're 60 and above not to leave your house. Right. That is what the CDC was about to say. And Trump said, you can't say that. Now, I don't really care what you can and cannot say. Um, and quite frankly, if America doesn't want to abide by it. This will help in other countries, but it is it is so important that we understand that we can control statistics yep. if we are just a little humble and we do jobs that we don't get paid for. And, and in the future, our population is only going to get older and we'll have to do some of these things anyway. It's, it's not. Yeah, it's what I was uh, telling some coworkers who are admittedly way younger than I am. Uh, like this yeah, is so they're in like the zero point one 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 percent, right? Like <laughs> right. You're just like it, the 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 thing that I kept bringing up to him was like, you're, 
it's not about it's not about you. And if you're uncomfortable, that's and, and that's the worst that happens to you. Fine, like be uncomfortable because you've been living in a life of comfort where you haven't had to deal with the, uh, uh, any problems like this as a society. And now that we are, if that is the most un- like discomfort that you feel is. I don't get to travel like I was supposed to, or I have to, you know, oh, I I feel like I'm pressured to volunteer to help someone else. Fuck yeah, you should. Like, you, you should feel pressured to volunteer to help someone else. Because the person standing next to you should be stepping up to help as well. And, you yeah. know, I, I don't know. That was one of the things that I uh, brought up. And, you know, we, we said on the last cast we weren't going to talk about the coronavirus. <clears throat> but I think what I've realized since then is uh, talking about the effects and like all this hearsay about the coronavirus is one thing, but hearing uh, people talk about how, what they're doing is a different, like their experience is a completely different thing, you know? Uh, And because the more you talk about facts and you like, basically you start muddling up what is actually happening uh, with, with the virus that we know nothing about. The fact of the matter is, is you are facing a grim reality. So we can either, try to control our behavior in that reality right. and try to make it better or we can go everybody for themselves right and, and that's if we do everybody for themselves that is the worst fucking thing we can do so yeah. this 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 whole thing in my mind was like why don't we take and this is this is very much like i mean Brian you can attest i'm probably the most risk averse person you know like I don't fuck around with like going on roller coasters. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I I don't like things that I cannot control. I don't like it. Outside outside of your uh, random needle stick, anytime you found a needle, you would put it in your arm. You did do that. That happened in the late nineties. Never happened. That yeah. Never happened. Well, yeah, but it's fine. So so for me for me, I was like instantaneously. We have a statistical distribution here, right? People can do stuff and other people can't. And we need the people who can to do it. And, yeah. and it's like we can activate for because I don't think people really fully understand how many elders are living in areas that are so far away from their kids. They're mm-hmm. so far away. They're 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 like untouchable, right? Like yeah. Sure, maybe you're a hundred miles away from your parents. Are you going to drive a hundred miles to buy them groceries once a week? You're probably you can't. Not. You you probably physically can't do that. <laughs> you cannot do that. So so in in my mind, I was like, I helped my neighbors, and instantaneously, I just thought of how many times this happens, and yeah. we need something. So if we think about this as a solution and not a problem, we're going to we're going to a we're going to beat it. Yeah. Um. But B, we're going to be better off because if people feel a responsibility to one another, it might be our starting off point to actually caring about our elders like other societies do. Um, And that's my hope is like you have a nursing home down the street from you. Everybody listening to this cast, you have that. Those people most likely 80% of them don't have people to talk to on yeah. a daily basis. True. They don't have people interacting with them that they feel care about them. You can go in there at any point in time and volunteer, but people don't. Right. So if what we learn from this is that 
I would be a very happy man. I volunteer at nursing homes very but because I, I see it. Like when I grew up, I saw what happened. Right. Yeah. And it's not I, 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 I don't think that people should just know that it's happening. I think people just need to be shown. And um, well, it's the lead. Hopefully, hopefully, we can do that. That's what I was getting ready. To, that's what I was leading into. Like leading by example is a lot more powerful tool than uh, sitting back and pitching and complaining in general. So, one thing that I brought up to some coworkers was, uh, I got I, it. Kind of came to a head the things that I don't particularly care for uh, in Dallas, and it, it, they're coming to. They're coming to light right now. Living in Dallas is a whole different thing in my mind, especially coming from a small town in central Oklahoma. Like there is a big, big difference uh, in lifestyle choices, everything else. And one of the things that I've noticed uh, in Oklahoma growing up was it doesn't matter. It never mattered how bad the the issue was, like how bad the tornado was, is what it usually ended up being. Um, friend, you know, neighbors and uh, people in the community would always come together and help the the people who have been hurt by whatever disaster happened. And at no point in time during that cleanup effort or, uh, you know, the relief effort from a disaster, in at least in my experience, no one ever came up and said, oh, sweet, I got, I got, a, I got a good deal on this lot now that that house has been flattened. No, people always ran up and gave as whatever they could, whether it be money, whether it be volunteer, whether it be resources, to help people get back to normal. Whereas uh, what we're experiencing, what I've, I've experienced here in Dallas is, cool, we got less old people in the way, we can take cheaper flights, we can, you know, you know oh, cool, I, there are fewer people going to be at the St. Paddy's Day Parade today. <laughs> like, uh, I don't care, I'm still going to party. That's fine. Like All those things are great. But just understand that that is not the, that's not the like community that you need to survive and thrive. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and <clears throat> the 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 thing is is, um, and and just from again a personal like what I've experienced over the last twenty four hours because I I cannot stress how incredibly impactful it's been for me. Like yeah, I just had a stupid idea <clears throat> that. <clears throat> I was like, maybe people will think this is worth doing. And the response has been incredible. The amount of effort that people have put in. I mean, we've got a guy named Brett and Brett owns, he's a CEO of a, of a company that does what Salesforce does. Okay. Um, and he has offered to do all of the configuration. This man doesn't need to do that. He has no, he has no need to spend his Saturday configuring. Yeah. Okay. Um, he's got hundreds of customers. Doesn't need to do that. Um, he, he, he committed to doing that because he wants a prototype out the door so that we can show meals on wheels and Presbyterian homes and Civitas, the latter two, which are elderly care facilities, the workflow that we're looking at and how this will work. Right. He did that. We've got, Capital Factory managing partners looking to help us. Um, this is an activation of people looking to solve. If you're if if you want to be proactively trying to to assist during this time, right? In my opinion, look at the statistics. 
look at your age, <laughs> yeah, and then start helping because the likelihood of you dying is so low that if if you do die, you're 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 not going to be in a situation. Sure, it's going to be sad, no doubt, but there is such a large cause here, and people are starting to fully understand what's going on. It is so massive that. Uh, we're going to need everybody and people need to really put their own. And I'm not saying if you have kids, just fucking go wild. That's not what I'm saying. But yeah, we have a lot of people our age that can spare time, mm-hmm. effort and, and go out and help because we have so much more in the elderly population that are vulnerable that this thing could end up killing statistically that it's not worth the risk. Like, let's just all agree we need to volunteer. It will not get you any money. It will not do shit, but it will help society as a whole. And let's band together and do this. Like, irrespective of who's the president, irrespective of who you vote for, we can fucking do this. And we can beat statistics just based on the fact that we don't have everybody out and about all the time. And we help the people who are the most vulnerable. If we can do that, we will be fine. You, we can beat that curve. You're using your hands a lot. I want you to be very careful. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I, I know I'm, I'm, stopping, I'm looking out for I, you. I'm is, looking out for you. I agree. I agree. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I won't slap any more metal. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree with what you're saying. And you, you're, you make great points. I honestly, the thinking for others, like for me, like I, I don't want to uh, run the risk of being infected with something like that because of the the risk that it runs to the people around me whether it be my in-laws or my 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 mom and dad and and also the the kind of the fear of not knowing exactly what we're dealing with and what the long-term plan is with something if it stays dormant in your body what happens if it starts to mutate or uh yeah that that part kind of makes me uneasy but I'm also coming at it from a a, a, a father and a son yep. who basically uh, I'm worried about taking care of my my parents. Uh, but at the same time, I have I, I see that as also being kind of a responsibility of like I'm not putting myself in a situation where I can uh, get infected or be even you know be a carrier of things, uh, and that's that's kind of where I'm coming from with with. What, what I do at the, and at the same time also being kind of the voice of reason when someone tells me the standard line of it's just like the flu like <laughs> like okay it's not it's not how that works it's not like the flu uh, and, and also like the, the voice of reason when it comes to like oh I'm going to stock up on all this stuff I'm like do you, do you need to like if you're a single person <laughs> you know living okay, so you know what's hilar- the hilarious part about the stocking up is the fucking toilet paper oh my god Frank, like, listen. If if Ooh. if the government if the government gets to a point where they need to isolate us, which could happen, yeah. right? So if if we go on a bell curve, we're like, okay, maybe it's a sixty five thirty five chance of happening. Okay, fine. If that happens, what the? How much are you shitting? Apparently, that a you lot. Need that much toilet paper. Like to me, I'm like, I need some canned produce. I need some fresh produce. I need to be sure I have enough frozen protein. I need some rice and beans. Like, mm-hmm. I want to be eating good. Yeah. <laughs> Are you eating toilet paper? Like, I just don't. Fuck. And then also, 
I saw all of a sudden America's made this great movement towards bidets. Well, great. Hey. Awesome. I've been touting them for years. They're sold out on Amazon. Go try Are to they find really? a bidet right now. Fucking impossible, dude. Beautiful. You cannot find a bidet right now. So, yeah, we're going to have this mass exodus to bidets. Great. We might point back at COVID-19 as the bidet movement. And let me tell you, if you've listened to this cast, there's only been one <laughs> member ahead of that curve. Okay. Well, technically, a member and a guest. That's all I'm going to say. That's true. That's true. Hey, I'm, I don't mean to... Holy shit. The bidet. the bidet that I just bought the other day. Okay? And I will say the reason I bought that is because it went from 35 to $45 overnight. Okay? The exact model that I, that I just got delivered today has gone up to $76. Yep. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, bidet, bidet price gouging is a real thing, my friend. It is a sad, sad situation out there. Holy shit. These so, things are, these things have exploded in prices. Yeah, no, I could probably take my bidet off the shitter right now and sell it for 100 bucks. Oh, also, I, just, did, I, I did want to bring that up. There is a new and used option on oh, <laughs> Amazon. <no. laughs> Who the fuck is buying a used bidet? Anybody? God Anybody? damn. Child, please, there is no fucking way you're going to get anybody to install a used bidet. <laughs> I would throw that thing in That's a vat r- of fucking chlorine for two weeks that before I put that on my toilet. That is disgusting. Uh, I, dude, I, so to install these things, you have to uninstall your existing toilet seat and and work it into place. You really kind of need to know what you're doing with some plumbing, dude. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I had mine. I'll get into that in a second, but... Yeah, no, as soon as I took the toilet seat, which is fairly new, okay? I have fairly new toilet seat off my off my toilet. And I realized, I was like, this is, what am I doing here? I'm just going to clean everything with bleach at this point. <laughs> like, it's So even the brand new bidet, I'm like, bleaching it. I don't care. We're just bleaching it. This is gross. This is going into places. Uh, yeah, so I could not imagine a fucking used bidet. <laughs> wow. So nasty. Uh, yeah, and they're also unavailable. Even though the price has gone up $30 in two days, it's also unavailable. You're right. I just, I honestly cannot, uh, I, I cannot understand why people are willing to buy used bidet. There, there, there cannot be a market for that. That could be like, it's in my opinion, it's probably one of those fucking items that are out there that never happens to sell. Yeah, it's got to be like a fucking, some, there's no way. Some uninformed douchebag. He's like, well, I bet I can get it to sell. You can't. I'm not going to. No one's buying that. Uh, uh, going to installation of said bidet today. I don't know if you followed the old thread when Parker said how happy and how proud he was of me. Uh, I was taking a nap because last night was last night was uh, camp out night in the four-year-old's bedroom, and I slept on an air mattress. Dude, but you'll I, never forget that. That's awesome. I w- it, uh, I at about two o'clock this afternoon, I was like, "Dad's gotta lay down. Dad's yeah. gonna take a nap for a he while." He didn't really sleep. I didn't, didn't really sleep at sleep. all. No. Uh, yeah. So I was sleeping, and Mrs. Bryan comes in and was like, "Hey, did you know the bathroom is flooded right now?" <laughs> I go, "What the fuck?" She was like, "No, I'm just kidding." Yeah, there's slow just, leak. There, slow leak. There's just slow. She was like, "There's water all over the floor in the bathroom." I'm like, "Damn it." So I go in there with towels, get everything mopped up, and I 
find the leak and it's like the the little you have to install basically a a, a splitter uh, out of the wall before it gets to the back of the tank and then it goes to the bidet itself well that little splitter i tightened everything up except Did you forget for, the plumber's tape no, no. They actually they shipped with plumber's tape, but I always have Teflon. Oh, nice! I always have Teflon tape here because I use that on my yeah. kegerator. Anytime that I take that apart, I always change the Teflon tape and set it back. Um, also, it should be noted uh, for those of you listening at home: if you have a kegerator and you're like, "Hey, I didn't put Teflon tape on there," that's okay. I use it because I had to make my own kegerator, so. Our setups are probably different. Anyway, back to the moral of the story here. So I realized that the one part that I did not tighten uh, after I got done with everything just had a slow drip leak. So I had to go back in there, bust out the old channel locks, wipe the sleep out of my eye, and then uh, tighten it up. It was like literally maybe two turns that I hadn't tightened it up all the way. Oh boy, that was a lot. <laughs> Well, no, I mean like two turns of the old wrench. So I guess ah, okay, maybe okay. three quarters of a turn, whatever the hell. Yeah. yeah. Got it, got it, got it. No, it wasn't, it wasn't two full like rotations of the like, threads. Oh, wow, what the fuck? Like, no, I will say. Straight. You could have done it with my hand. No, when I did, when I uh, replaced, because I had a, you know, we went up, uh, I feel I replaced the hot water heater at my parents' house a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I also bought a, uh, basically a tank refresher for, uh, an old toilet in their house that was like, it would run for a while and do some weird shit. So just bought new innards and my nephew was like, Oh, I'll put it in. I'm like, oh, okay. My nephew turns 21 in a couple days. I was like, surely we got this covered. We're going to have everything taken care of. It'll be fine. So we get the hot water heater installed, uh, turn the water on at the main so we can fill the hot water heater up before we turn the breaker back onto it. And we're filling it up, listening to the tank. And we're like, okay, we'll go in and turn the sink on in like the, the closest sink to the hot water heater. Turn it on. We got water flowing through. And we're like, okay, well, now we just got to wait for it to warm up. We turn the sink off and we still hear water running. <laughs> we're like, where the fuck's that water come from? I look and uh, there's uh, about an inch of water standing in the bathroom of my Ooh, parents' house. Because uh, old. Old nephew didn't even, I walked in, I was like, what the fuck? Turn the water off at the wall on the toilet. Because when he was replacing the innards, the water main was off. So he didn't even. Well, also, also, let's just be clear. That water faucet at your fucking toilet is a full-blown faucet. It, It has no regulator. Oh, yeah. Like, you leave that bitch open, it is spewing water. Oh, and it was. It was. <laughs> so, For about 20 minutes. That's yeah, because while every the whole time while the freaking uh, hot water heater was filling up, that fucking that toilet was getting full pressure water the entire time. So that is awful, man. That sucks. Yeah, so I had to mop up water for about 40 minutes. And as I'm looking at it, I'm like, where the fuck is the water coming from? So I turned the water back on and it just it was comical how much water was coming out of the toilet. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? So I look and sure enough, like he didn't even have it. It was finger. Like I could finger tighten it more. I was like, oh, oh, this is God. fucked. So, uh, those of you listening at home, if you've never done toilet repair, let me just give you this hint. Uh, you can tighten a lot of times when you hear uh, people talking about plastic parts and plastic threads, they tell you like, Oh, finger, hand tighten. And that's enough. It's a bold faced no. lie when it comes to plumbing parts. Uh, finger tighten is nowhere fucking near tight enough to have threads come together to block water. So go ahead. Also, and- also, also, pro tip: 
if it tells you not to use or it does not tell you to use Teflon tape, you fucking wrap that bitch in, in Teflon. There's no way yeah. that any sort of tight seal is tight enough for water happens without the fucking Teflon tape. Like yeah. it, it, stupidity to not have Teflon tape on a threaded, uh, a threaded uh, water pipe. There's just no way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, fluid, any type of fluid, because also going back to the kegerator piece, if you have CO2, uh, well, you will have CO2 running into your kegerator. Every line that's hooked up to that CO2 tank needs to have Teflon tape on it. Because you know, it, CO2, uh, unlike water, you can't see it, but also like uh, water, it can fucking kill you if it is in high enough concentration. <laughs> so, so yeah, well, actually, that's, wow, yeah, water can't kill you in high enough concentration. So, yeah, um, yeah good. Wow, Brian, I'm dropping bombs. Deep tonight. <laughs> yeah, so when it comes to Teflon tape, though, uh best way dry hands make sure when you're actually pulling it and and threading it right around the pipe make sure that you have it flat i know a lot of people kind of quit and they have ropes of teflon that shit does not work um that teflon tape it is a nano barrier on that fucking joint it needs to cover it multiple times it's like it's like Think about it on your arm as like a brace, right? If you brace your arm with just a bunch of fucking ropes, mm-hmm. it doesn't work. It needs to spread out the weight on your arm, right? So if you take, so think about like. You just, you're, I'm going to stop you right there because I know where you're going with it. I'm just going to sum it up real quick. You need sum to, it up for me. You need to create an even barrier through all the threads. Yes. Yes. Uh, and anytime that you have bunches of your barrier, uh, it can cause leaks because it doesn't yeah. seal evenly. Uh, yeah. To that, you're correct. Um, you don't have to spend hours like delicately laying down the Teflon tape. No, down. no, no. You uh, there need is to make a re- sure it overlaps. I it will overlaps. say this: there is a reason that Teflon tape is like forty cents a roll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Use the fuck out of it. <laughs> yeah, and and also don't make it too thick. If you make it too thick, you'll have thread problems. Oh, you know, so. you'll know right away when you try to fucking set the yeah. set everything together. Okay, so Frank, have you poured yourself another beer at this point? I've only poured my first. Okay. So I actually had a little bit of water in this one because I had two beers on the patio with the cigar. Had okay. a little bit of a lightheaded feeling from the cigar, so I did not nice pour another one. Nice move. Um. So okay, here's a question for you, Brian. Okay. Uh. I, I don't think I've seen another beer can that has this. So I've got a Belgian style triple, eight and a half percent, called the Turning Shape. It's phenomenal. It's exactly like you would believe a Belgian style triple should taste. It's got that maltiness, but not too malty. Got some dry back into it. Beautiful beer. Um, clear ish, right? Kind of like that orange uh, uh, yellow. Right, mm-hmm. like got a little bit of trans- a lot of translucency, but it's it's veering on the side of um, a Chardonnay, if I would say. Um, this says, can conditioned, fermented and aged in Missouri oak. Okay, so Missouri Missouri oak is actually American white oak because that is right where all the white white oak is grown. Um, 
I've never seen that on a can. That specific. Do you know of another can that does? Like, I really like that. I think it's actually kind of cool. A lot of them will have it uh, either somewhere in their branding. Maybe uh, cans, obviously, not many people are doing uh, barrel-aged triples in cans. So, honestly, I've seen it before. Uh, There's a beer from Tallgrass Brewing called the Wooden Rooster that was a a barrel-aged triple. And I believe they had it on their can. Um, but yeah, no, not many people get that specific with it. I like super specific call outs. Um, kind of like the one that I'm drinking right now, uh, which is, let's see, vibrant. Is it vibrant? Yeah. Vibrant, vibrant potion. It's a collaboration between dogfish head and Rodenbach out of Belgium. We had that before, Brian. I've never had this beer before. Uh, no, it's we had Witches, Witches Brew. Yeah, what it was bi- Bitches, Bitches Brew. Bitches Brew from Dogfish Head. Yeah, that wasn't a collaboration. Right, it was right. a collaboration with Miles Davis, which yep, yep, badass yep. collaboration. Mm. If, if you can find... But that is a great beer. Bitches Brew? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's a fantastic stout. Uh, mm-hmm. It's made with some sort of weird Ethiopian honey as well. I think and I that's think the one. C- cacao nibs, wasn't it? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on in that one. Yeah. Um, Vibrant Potion, though, the one that I'm drinking tonight. Collaboration between Rodenbach and Dogfish Head. If you've never heard of Rodenbach, I encourage everyone to go try a Rodenbach, either their Grand Crew or one of their other variants that they make. They make probably the best Belgian sours readily available to Americans. Uh, Outside of maybe Duchess de Bourgogne, uh, but Rodenbach is—they're like the uh, the Lindemans to Frambois. Rodenbach is to uh, Flanders Reds. And the beer nerds will get that; they know what's going on. No, I, I mean I'm I'm just fascinated by that comparison. So a Frambois, you're dealing with a fruited beer. So Frambois, just so you know, uh, Frambois is a lambic, so a wild fermented beer with raspberries mm-hmm. added to it. Exactly. Uh, so so Frambois. But but that is it. Hold on, wait one second. I've got a question. Is it open fermented? Uh, so traditionally lambics are open fermented why they're uh, traditionally that's that's the lambic lambic is an appellation that's for, the, what i wanted to know is it always like is it always wild wild yeast from like being open open fermented yes now lindemans okay. does some things with their wild fermentation to, to make it a little more uh repeatable uh but it's still wild yeast specific to their brewery Got it. Lindemans also has this, some people call it an issue, I call it intelligence, where they back-sweeten their beers uh, because they use raspberry, they, they to, to make their beers taste the same every time, they back-sweeten to taste. Um, so that may mean that this year's crops of raspberries that they've gotten you know, pureed to uh, add to their Lambic, making it a Frambois, may not taste the same as they did last year. So they have... They, they add back sugar here and there, which some purists yep. do not like, but in reality, that's the fucking game, okay? Um, however, Lindemann's does a beer uh, that is a goose, a, a goose, not a goza, but a goose. Okay, is a, so... 
What is that? A goose is a blend a blend of different lambics. Lambic is a, basically a straight varietal of a wild fermented Jesus. ale. So, how how sour is that? It depends. Uh, some some lambics are not actually sour. Um, some lambic like uh, sour meaning uh, high acidity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, some lambics uh, are actually kind of gross. Sweet? I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> I wouldn't describe them as sweet. I just it, it's like um. I've never fake ha- raspberry. I've no, I've never no, I've never had this, but I would assume, um, like steak tartare versus a uh, rare steak. While they're the same, uh, yeah, okay. while they're the I same thing, that, that, and that. while there is some like delicacy portion portion of steak tartare, it is an acquired taste, and if you don't know what you're tasting or what to appreciate with it, it can be kind of fucking weird. And I'm gonna be honest, I mean, like that's just the. That's that's my best comparison to people who are familiar with food. Yeah, so if if you're if you're if you're talking about it in in okay, so I'm gonna play it back to you. Steak tartare, right? There's an acidity to it. There's a pickling going on. Raw steak. Hey, what are we doing here? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're you're just like okay, that is just straight up beef blood. Yeah. <laughs> like, good. Okay. I mean, I get that. I get there, that. Yeah, there's. Um, but the other thing is lambics, straight lambics are kind of out of control. In other words, they're literally the purest form of beer making as far as like, uh, uh, fermentation goes. It is whatever the environment wants to make. And then it's up to the brewer and blender to then create a product out of that. So what I was saying is, um, <laughs> there is a, a beer by Lindemann's that they make. It's called Rene Cuvée. And Rene Cuvée is a is a goose, so it's a blend of lambics, no fruit added to it. There's no there's not a fruited lambic, just straight blends of different lambics together, and the beer is phenomenal. So when I hear people, yep. and I've, I haven't heard it in a long time because honestly, I stopped listening to beer nerds a while ago. Um, but when I hear people shit on Lindemans as being like a a Coors Light of Belgian breweries. I'm like, shut the fuck up. You have no idea what you're talking about. Because the other cool part about Lindemans is they bring these funky, weird beer styles to people who would never, ever try them. They make a peche, which is a peach, or a, I'm sorry, a pear, uh, a pear-fruited lambic. They make uh, their fucking apple, which I don't know what the hell apple is in Do Flemish. Do they call it Manzana? No, uh, that would be too easy. <laughs> This is um, French. Yeah, it's. I was gonna say it's. Uh, so there's Frambois. It's actually really close. Actually, I think. I think it's. Let's just look it up here. Might actually be the same word. Brewery Lindemans. Uh, yeah. No. Boom! 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 So yeah, Peche. They have uh, Creek, which is. The, do you know that one? What 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 fruit That's would a be? Crick beer, right? Creek beer, which uh, has what fruit added to it? Peach. No. <laughs> uh, apricot. <laughs> no. Uh, grape. Cherries. I'm just going to stop you right there. It's cherries. All right. <laughs> uh, ah, damn it. <laughs> you speak other languages. Come on. <laughs> no, but hold on. Crick, crick is not common for cherry. That's okay. not common. Uh, a pharaoh, uh, which is obviously a blend of pharaohs into uh, lambic, as well as cassis, which is not something that we apparent uh, we Americans have much appreciation for. I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you right now. Is that lychee? 
No, cassis? No, it's yeah, what the, is that? It's cassis. I think that's a fruit. No, cassis. I'm almost positive because there's a liquor. It, it has to be a. It has to be a fruit or a wild berry of some kind. What the fuck is this? Hey, Parker. How do you spell it? Uh, C a s s i s. What is a cassis fruit? It is. A, the black currant plant. Yeah, it's a black currant. Okay, got it. Makes sense. Yeah, that's that shit's good. Just at, on its own. Do you guys have currant trees here? No, we're pretty late to most things. Oh boy, currants are like nothing bitter and sweet, and you cannot eat a green currant. Though. Nothing. I understand what you're saying. Funny, haha. Um, uh huh. You should. Uh, it should be green, no green green currant in mm-hmm. in South Africa. We use that to treat bad and upset stomachs because it it'll literally make you vomit everything. <laughs> oh, that sounds terrible. I just want to be honest. It with is. You. It is. It's hey, a is really your creepy way of treating something? It's like we're gonna make you puke. Boop. Hey, does your stomach hurt? And we're gonna vomit for the next three hours. Everybody, That's, let's round it up. It works. It works. It makes you not have to go to the fucking doctor to do it. I guess. Anyway, to to in summation oh of uh, in summation of my rev, uh, beer review, uh, uh, vibrant potions from Dogfish Head and Rodenbach, very very tasty. Uh, this beer, uh, as is described here on the can, a cross a cross Atlantic collaboration that melds the old world charm of a two world a two year fooder sour with the funky irreverence of an elderberry. Elderflower and fleur de sel kettle sour. So what that means is this is a sour ale <laughs> uh, with elderflowers, elderberry, lemon, and fleur de sel, which honestly I, I thought at first was uh, uh, salt, salt flower, but that can't be right because that doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, when I Google it, it gives me Williams and Sonoma, which I feel like is unhelpful as fuck uh holy shit i was right flower of salt and french suck my ass no one's on the podcast to help me celebrate so i'm gonna dance i was right all you naysayers out there assholes anyway uh the beer's really good if you were to buy this beer thinking that this would be anything like sequench ale you're going to be uh, in for a surprise. <laughs> uh, this beer is nice and colorful as well. It's got kind of a nice like pinkish brown hue to it. Uh, it is, which by the way, is very much on brand for Rodenbach in the way they produce their wild ales. Just a nice like ruby red color in their wild shit. It is amazing. Anyway, this beer is extremely dry to the point where I've got, I felt like I've got dry mouth, uh, but I'm all for it. I uh, I kind of needed a, a nice kick in the palate uh, to get me out of out of my uh, out of my day drinking today, which involved a lot of Invasion Pale Ale from Cigar City, and Guinness Draft, and then Harp. So, Frank, Brian, Frank, I, I you missed the part. I don't know if you heard, could hear me. No, no, no. I was on Bluetooth. So okay. You are correct in that that is French flower salt. Do you know where that's from? 
Yeah, um, it's, it's the marsh basins. It's from, no, don't even, don't even. That's what it says. It's from it's from Provence. Provence. And it is it is it is provencal salt. Like what they do is they take it and they literally take all the herbs, right? So have you ever heard of herbs de Provence? Yes, I have. I've okay. cooked something before. They take. They take that combination. Okay, you've cooked something. Most people have have not cooked okay. anything with that. Okay, it's a it's a combination of oregano, rosemary, thyme. Like it's it's a whole thing. They take that and they mix it into the salt and they let it sit on tables, like to heat up and it 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 it, it like gathers kind of absorbs the, that flavors. Yes, right. And then you're dealing with uh, that's what you're tasting. So okay. it's 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 a very 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 bouquet-driven salt. Okay. Well, I got to say, not picking up a lot of the salt in here. (laughs) It just says that it's in here, uh, which is why I said, like, if you you get get some of the florality, at least? Mm, No. That's why I said, like, if you you pick this up thinking you were going to get something like sequential, which is a salty uh, salty piece. Um, Is that dogfish head? Yes, it is Doctor Shed. Um, you're it's it's a, a big change. So, uh, sorry, I'm trying to. Apparently, we have a time limit on our uh, Instagram story or Instagram live. So, fuck it, we'll go back live. We'll live. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Um, we've we've been doing it live. We've been we've been live and yeah. actually had some decent 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 viewership. So yeah. continue to check us out. We've been on we've been both live on Pornhub and Instagram. Wow, Haven't cool. everybody is double. quarantined, so they've got nothing better to do than watch That's No right. Beer Left Behind live. <laughs> right. Yeah, we we will take that. We try to get up on that <laughs> uh, on the Pornhub premium service that they're providing to all Italians. Like, hey, welcome Tuscany, we're here. <laughs> I'm like, damn, Frank. I knew we said, yeah, let's drive up listenership, but I didn't know that's why you traveled to Wuhan. As, in as, hey, listen, 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 Parker. As long as we say every two minutes, Buca de Peppo, we're going to keep our Italian viewers. No, Frank has already offended our Italian viewers by talking with his hands and then bringing it up that that's how he was talking, like the Italians. And I was like, I. Mm. He got real racy real quick. Mm. Yeah. Parker, huh. Parker, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing great. Thank you, Brian. How are you? Oh, you sound great. I've got Frank's bass turned way the hell up so he doesn't sound like he's talking through cans. Yeah. And it just gives you this nice, like, sultry voice. Mm. I sound like the phone sex operator. Sound hot, but on the other end, you know that he's actually 267. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. Too, too hey. real. It was too real. <laughs> no, I'm about to hop off this podcast, you bitch. Uh, okay. As aggressive as shit. Violent, but... <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Damn, it is. easy, Angie. Listen, have you... Have you... <laughs> Calm your tits over Listen, there. Listen, if you don't tip me, I'm about to shove this pizza straight up your butthole. No, no you don't need that. What? Hey Frank, how are you? What the fuck is happening? I'm doing well. I'm Frank's doing, doing well, Frank's doing great right now, apparently. Dude. No, That's I think listen, listen, I am just so sick. Are you in your of, bathroom? No. My bathroom's behind me. Oh, okay. I'm just sick of individuals complaining when they've kind of earned their keep. Mm. Like, fuck <laughs> that. <laughs> Do you yeah. want to play your Grinds My Gears intro, I guess? 
Yeah, no, 100%. Listen, your communication degree asshole had every opportunity to not do that, and you don't get to come back in society and be like, eee, this sucks. There are doctors that can't afford their mortgage that we need to help. Remember that you, time? You, you made bad choices. Remember that time <laughs> that Frank? Are we doing here? Remember that time that wow. Frank offended some of my family members by saying shit about them being city employees? Frank has now offended <laughs> me on my degree, but it's fine. No, <laughs> go fucking no, kick rocks. No, 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 no. Because you're not the person who says. I'm and your dad for it. his service in Vietnam. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> Never said that. I don't agree with mm-hmm. the fact mm-hmm. that you go and and okay, so a degree is a thing, uh-huh. and it puts you up to do some kind of job, and then you can choose to like do stuff in advance or not. Um, Brian has done a phenomenal job mm. and has put in a significant amount of effort and has obviously had some barriers along the way, but has always broken through them and has done very well uh, to keep moving forward. What I get frustrated with is the, the complaining about your lot in life. And it's just constant. Yeah. Okay, all right. I agree. <laughs> I 100% agree with that as yeah, well. I thought it was a university studies degree. I thought that's what it, it was, was too. No, that's not what Brian got. That's what No, 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 no. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, that's that's the one where they're like you've given us about 200k over the last decade. Yeah. Um just here. Just <laughs> take get, this. Take this and leave, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've accumulated 250 hours of credits in yeah. various things. I, yeah. I, I we intro can't to even golf. <laughs> intro to golf too. I, yeah, no, I mean dancing. It's just one of those things where you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't judge people for their lot in life or mm. what they're choosing to do. But I do get frustrated when the complaints start happening. Like, mm. listen. I planted my tomatoes four years ago, and now I've got fruit. And you planted yours yesterday, and you don't have fruit. That's not my problem, right? Like, I just—it's just one of those things where not everybody has the same timing in life. I get that, but when you make the decision, it doesn't always lead to what you think it does in three fucking months. Frank has become a boomer in the last episode. In this episode, we've heard that. <laughs> no, no, that's not true. That's not true. I'm kidding. I'm still very I'm gonna, much. I'm going to isolate. Much, I'm going to isolate this segment of you saying just because I planted mine ahead of time doesn't make you. My problem is not yours. Your problem is not mine. No, because you were born okay. later than me. I don't like it. I think. I think literally, literally everything I've said up until this moment in this podcast mm. has led everybody to believe that that is not me. <laughs> but I'm, I'm fucking with you. Not, <laughs> he's, he's like a uh, bonafide uh, hardcore Republican now. Yeah. Well, right, Frank, you fuck own. you. I will not give you any of my tomatoes because you didn't have the money to buy seeds. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I've right. genetically modified these seeds with my own money. Yeah. And no, but I mean, okay. I catch you so growing them. Let's quickly get into that. Uh, it'll be a quick hitter for me. Mm. I don't think everybody should have free college. I think we should give free college to the people that need uh, or the, to the people that commit themselves to degrees that society needs. Period. Sorry, that's me. 
End of story. Yeah, fill in the gaps for yep. sure. Well, and, and uh, it, it should be noted noted that Node. there's an asterisk. <laughs> asterisk. Damn it. Asterisk. There we go. Asterisk. That there we go. That's yeah. about like saying like wrists plural. But you know, no. You, you know what confuses people is there is a cartoon character called Asterix. Mm. And then you've got asterisk. Mm. I got to be honest with you. I can't say I can't. I can't see that's being a big confusion for people because I've never heard of that person, that character. Neither have I. Yeah. So to Frank, is he part of the Conjunction Junction crew? Yeah. No, he's not. He's Uh, not. I'm gonna share my screen. I'm gonna. Well, you better minimize a few things. Yeah, definitely don't don't show all of your work work computer work computer it's okay oh is that why your dongle wasn't with you (laughs) because it was at work i hate that word oh that's the correct word and i use it all the time i know i I have no problems letting people know where i stand or where my dongle (laughs) where my dongle line is hey did i uh, put my dongle in your drawer (laughs) (laughs) can you uh hey grab my dongle for me would you yeah Oh, he's. This, these out, are the longest the link links I've ever because seen. Because I can't share my screen. Apparently, that's an IBM policy. What? I don't ask. You, <sighs> he, don't ask. I've got to mark okay. that now. I guess. Uh, wait. What the fuck am I looking at? Asterix, Asterix and Obelix. Obelix is the little uh, skinny guy. Asterix yeah, is the massive guy. From what? What fucking cartoon is this? From the Huge Asterix cartoon, South outside, African thing. Yeah, it's got to be. Apparently, outside sure. of this country. Uh, here yeah, we go. I'm going to share my screen because I have that ability. Hold on one second. I'm going to show Huge you. Cartoon, dude. I'm going to show you Huge exactly cartoon. where this is coming from. Okay, so up here in my screen, you see this line right here. It says international bestseller. That means it didn't get here. That's all I'm going to say. Mm. Hate to see yeah, it. It's not going to say New York Times bestseller because that's the most look, unintellectual look, book list. Look on at Earth. this. Look like, at this link. Cares? Look at the link that I'm highlighting. Yeah, the New, New York, York Times. <laughs> <laughs> it says international bestseller. Though. <laughs> Outside of this country, <laughs> old New York. Yeah, it's old New Welcome York. That's what to it was. New York. Yeah. Asterix and Obelix can't complain now. This They're is terrible. On my damn list now. This is our first Instagram. That's how it works. Instagram live broadcast of our podcast, and you're killing people right now. They're actively. Coughing on one another. It's, a whole it's all right. Thing. It's like, you know, it's we're about three weeks away from all of them dying anyway, so it's just what it is. Uh, Parker, what the but fuck? Do, 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 do go to Halo, the app. That's what we're building at the moment. It'll be out oh. tomorrow. Actually. All right. Frank is plugging himself now, uh, literally <laughs> and figuratively. I was... <laughs> We'll save room for that at the end of the podcast, Frank, and then we can, we can work, no, out, no, work some Brian, things out on, on Twitter. No, Brian, Brian, it takes seven times. It takes seven times for people for people to build a habit. Working in corporate communication, I can tell you right now, you can I can repeat things thirty times. If people aren't listening to it, they're never gonna fucking take. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, don't, don't, don't stick your hand to the fucking plug, Brian. Stop doing that. What? <laughs> Ow, that hurt. Like Ow, that hurt. Thirty-five. Ow. Ow. <laughs> did i miss a reference i'm sorry i'm very sorry yeah you did, you oh, did. You fuck did. i hate when that happens 
Okay, I believe that Ryan was about to ask me what I was drinking. <sighs> Thank God. Yes, that's exactly what I was trying to get to. Okay. Well, let me let me just go across the screen here with this. Uh, oh, oh shit! Oh, He's drinking hey, particles collide. Product yeah. project. <laughs> Very handsome no, man. A, I had a, a lunch date with in Dallas. <laughs> Manhattan Project. No, but it's a product of Manhattan. Shut up. Shit. It's not a product of no, Manhattan. It's a product of Dallas, Texas. I just said it was a Manhattan product. I didn't say I just it was say, a ju- You can just say this. <laughs> yep, you're right. And then move on. That's all you have to say. Listen, it wouldn't yeah. be that much fun. It just wouldn't. This was brewed in the Manhattan Projects. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's actually that's a different beer. Very sorry. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. Uh, so, are you drinking out of a can? <laughs> Expected different nomenclatures. <laughs> um, yes, I am. Is that a <laughs> no-no? I mean, I mean, I think you might enjoy it better out of a glass, but well, it's fine. Here's the thing: is I'm about two thirds of the way through it, so <laughs> I'm going to continue enjoying it like this. Is it but good? It's really good. Yeah, oh, there we go. Yeah, I love hazy Perfect. IPAs. This is, and this is, I love this can design too. It's just sexual and simple and. All their stuff is that flat matte yeah, uh, design. Beautiful. They're not trying too hard like some people are nowadays. Mm. Oh, you mean? No, I'm not gonna. I'm I mean, gonna it is a wrap, but like it looks classier than most. Oh yeah, because they're classy as fuck, dude. Yeah. No. I, I mean, they, <laughs> Parker. Collision, like the, you know, obviously little particles colliding. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. I, honestly, would you expect any less from two? very, very classy individuals who decided to come on to this wonderful podcast. I would not. No, yeah. no that's true. That's Mi- true. Remember Misty and, uh, sorry, Misty and Carl, when they came onto this podcast, they explained to us that Misty does all of their graphic design work and all mm-hmm. of their, uh, like website layout. Everyone who I've shown, uh, their, gra- their, uh, website has mentioned how clean and how pretty everything looks. Their cans stand out on the shelf because they look so different than everything else just because they're simple, classic, matte. Yeah. They're fantastic. Attractive looking. I mean, they really are. Uh, uh, well, good job, Misty. Yeah. No, I fucking... I, 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 I love their design stuff, but that beer, the liquid in that can is phenomenal. Yeah, it is. It is really good. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean the, the design matches the quality of the beer, which is... Absolutely. Cool. That's tough to do. That's what I was going to say is like when when you open the can and you look at the can there's no disappointment. Like it's just Well, it's funny you mentioned yeah. disappointment Frank because yeah. um here's the thing. I uh, remember on the cast when you asked, "Hey, it would be great if you could save me one of those cans." Parker, I sent Parker the last can that I had. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how do you feel about me currently? <laughs> He's, He's silent. Dude, that was a perfect segue, Brian. <laughs> I was about to jump on that too. Speaking of disappointment, this was supposed to be yours. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I, um, when Brian and I met for lunch a couple weeks ago in Dallas, he he did gift this to me, and much appreciated. Yeah, yeah Frank well, is sorry, Franklin. Frank is stewing I, no, right now. I, I really hope you guys get the uh, COVID-19. Okay, don't you wish that upon me, you son of a bitch. Don't you dare wish that upon me. What a- hey, I have a, a, a terrible, honest confession that uh, 
yesterday, and it just it was organic. Um, I shot a crumpled up paper into the trash can, and while I did, I did said COVID? COVID. Yeah. No, you said <laughs> COVID. <laughs> Yeah. Ow. You said COVID? <laughs> yeah. No. No. Mm-hmm. Come on, brah. But no, Come that on, was man. he was he was in in line with the rest of the world and throwing Frank, it away. That's what yeah. we're doing. We're 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 tossing Frank, it. You just wished it upon us. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. On me for- <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. What the fuck am I doing? Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna put COVID nineteen in your urethra. I'd imagine you were in a group of about at least 10 people. We have about five that listen to the cast. So. 500,000. Imp- God damn it. Think of My the impact. impact's way, way less than you. Uh, Franklin Templeton Investments. No, it was just me <laughs> and another guy. And it came out. And, and, a, live, was, and a live webcam for the rest of the organization. And a live studio audience <laughs> with canned laughter. That's right. That makes like sense. a set that of friends sense. in the 90s. That's right. Hey, that was a that was a good dad joke. Like at that moment, that was perfect. It was. Thank you. And then I kind of felt bad. And then I kind of didn't because it was pretty awesome. <laughs> for for a second, right? I, mean, I know. Was... I, I've never known Parker to feel bad about his jokes for more than uh, maybe a nanosecond. Actually, my half life of my feeling bad about jokes is about four seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's about it's about his sex life. Another half li- like half Manhattan life. Project right there, Half Life. Exactly. He's uh, like, well, yeah, this is about circle. how long I take to come. Well, yeah. Okay. How, that's what God. they call me in ha- in high school. <laughs> what? <Half-Life>. Double time half. <laughs> double. Yeah, double time Half Life. That's just what yeah. they said. They're like, boom, boom, boom. Wham, okay. bam. Thank you, so, ham. Exactly. Exactly. It's it's a real. I mean, it's an In and Out Burger type deal. I'm gonna be honest uh, with you. It sounds like we've all had a lot to drink tonight, and I'm just gonna go ahead and contribute further to that. I opened up a third beer for the cast so far. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I came from a Patty's Day festival. So how did that work out? Well, how was the social? That, hold on. Let's address that real yeah. quick. Yeah. Uh, so how many people attended this Patty's Day festival in Tulsa, Oklahoma, which has had I don't know five COVID cases? No, they have not. Yes, they have. No, they haven't. Okay. Um, You've had like seven test kits. Cool. I know. I know. <laughs> well, that's why we don't know. Yeah. How so we all go to a St. Patty's Day festival right next to McDelly's. How many people were there? No, no, they canceled the one in downtown Tulsa. Oh, oh the, uh, well, that's what I was going to say. That's what I told Victor. Uh, he went to he went to a real raunchy one. No, th- okay. So, uh, full disclosure: we we read your uh, text on the air, and uh, one of the listeners on our live stream goes, "Oh, I was at the St. Patty's Day parade. Where was he?" I'm like, "Okay, no, that's you were you were at the one in Dallas. Parker was at the one in Tulsa, oh, and more yeah. than likely, it was probably the one in his small town." This is true. Yeah, this is all true. Um, the one in Dallas is really fun, though. Oh, what uh, got canceled this year? Like three or four years in a row, and just. Like a I'd responsible get, city. I would no, I would get ham boned and then the next day I'd go to the float spa and just chill. And then I would just <laughs> zen again. Uh, uh, I, thought you were say, I got a ham I got a ham boned and then I des Bryanted it back to Stillwater. No, you yeah, Justin Justin Blackman did it back to Stillwater. Justin Blackman did it back. Damn yeah. it. Not um, all wide receivers look the same, yeah. Frank. God damn uh, it. Oh, wow. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> That's funny joke, second funny one. joke. My mom, my mom, ESL, used to go, go, black man. 
but she knew it was black men. She just like with the ESL thing, it, she called him black man, you know, because one well, she, fell off. I mean, it was hilarious. Honestly, like in the house, though, right? Like not at the no, scene. absolutely, uh, no, 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 absolutely. Watching, watching on on the couch, she'd be like, "Go black man," and I'm like, "Mom, it's black man," and she goes, "Go black." Man, <laughs> like it was hilarious. It was one of the most funny, like wide receivers we've had in a long time. Mm. I really enjoyed it. Well, he was yeah. kind of a piece of shit, honestly. Yeah, but I mean, besides that, I'm talking about bye, 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 bye. the moments, <laughs> the moments he created. Athletically. to me, were hilarious. I'll never forget that. You know, uh, fun story about Justin Blackman. He was uh, head of the FCA in uh, his high school, mm. or uh, where he. Uh, yeah, it was Plainview, just outside of Artmore. Oh. And uh, it was hilarious because he was a horrible representative of FCA. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just about was, everything he did. He was. But it's not, it actually is not because of his alcoholism. He was just a bad Or, or his like, giant weed use. <laughs> he shows yeah. up to the FCA meeting and he's like, my name's Justin. I have a problem. And they're like, this is FCA, not AA. <laughs> yeah, the judge made me come here. What? Oh, yeah. The <laughs> fuck? Yeah, and actually, you're you're the lead of tonight's meeting. I don't really. This is not a confessional. What you're trying to do is get these Christians to be athletes. Mm. Yeah, mm. this is weird. Nah, yeah, that seems odd. I'm gonna go drink and drive tonight. That seems like a better idea. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So if you see this vodka over here, <laughs> I call a, that medicine. I'm gonna go drink and drive, and while I'm not yeah. doing that, I'm gonna smoke weed in front of police officers. I think. Right. Welcome to Ardmore. <laughs> Always a good idea. God damn it! I'm sorry. Uh, your St. Patty's Day festival. Uh, yeah, it was good. How did it? Uh, how did it turn out? Everybody, there's about fifteen, twenty thousand people. But it did today. No, no, there no. was definitely not. Okay, the weather definitely did a number on it. Um, really? It like, you guys had bad weather today? Well, not bad. It was just kind of windy and cold, man. It was forty-eight degrees. It was 48? Fuck yeah, off. Yeah. What? Yeah. It was 85 degrees here today, dude. That's crazy. No, it was, yeah, it was shitty. Um, that sucks. Yeah. And then, like, something about strep throat or something, like, kept other people from showing up. <laughs> That's, you're going to go with strep, huh? All right. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it's it strep throat. Got strep it. Strep throat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, there's certainly, hey, like, y'all. was a lot less people, was a lot less, that sounds There were a right. lot less people. were a lot less, thank you. Wow. No problem. Um, I got a communications degree that Frank hey, shat upon. ESL, okay, ESL. <laughs> um, did you just shoot a basket, Frank? What did you say? Oh, he was pointing. I, I was trying to oh. explain to my wife. Okay. Um... <laughs> He, he muted himself. Anyway. No, so definitely less people than usual. Um, okay. Did you have a Guinness or three today? That's I did. I had a, I, can we even fucking call it that anymore? What? An Irish car bomb. Oh, yeah, you actually can't. I, I don't prefer it, but yeah. Yeah. Well, well so hold on, hold on. They still had them on as the second. menu. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah. I'm not saying you can't call it an Irish car bomb. You shouldn't call it. An Irish car bomb. It's so okay. <laughs> language police, languaging, policing himself. It's good. I I like it. I'm down with it. Go ahead. Listen, uh, there are enough people who still call it. 
Irish car bombs. Mm. That you can't really like you can't just take that out of the nomenclature. You can, but, you can, just like you take other words out of the nomenclature. I and Ryan. I yeah, I feel but that's a lot less it's a lot less than, the, than retarded okay. or something. You yeah. Know I mean? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm totally a hundred percent behind taking that out of uh, you know, public speak. No, but I'm I, yeah, but, eh, Irish car. I, I, you don't even. I mean, sadly, you don't think twice about it. And I, I guarantee you, if you if you polled a hundred people that you know bought one tonight, they'd be like, "Do you do you know the origin behind that name?" I don't care like, getting fucked oh. up on Jameson and Guinness, bro. Yeah. Ireland. You know, everybody's <laughs> got like some weird sexual infatuation with Ireland. Everybody's Irish on St. Patty's Day. Yeah. Fuck. Off. Yeah, it's like everybody's like Mexican <laughs> on Cinco de Mayo. It's which, like, fuck off. which Mexicans <laughs> do not celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> that's no. my favorite <laughs> it's super offensive yeah um, exactly so like well, i don't know no but but hold on st patty's day is not offensive first off second no um wait what you said st patty's day is not offensive not i don't think any of any of us said that right none of us no i understand okay. so w- what i was saying is is, is cinco de mayo is offensive well, it's not helpful that's definitely for sure yeah st patty's day is not offensive it is just a it's a celebration that got kind of like put out of context because it used to be just like a super christian religious holiday which, uh, if uh, we're if we're following that, then Cinco de Mayo is also a celebration that got taken out of out absolutely of, uh, yeah. in the wrong in the wrong way though. Like it, it was mm. like a butter. <laughs> well, yeah. it was just Americans' alcoholism that fueled that. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. So what are we talking about? Are we talking about Cinco de Mayo or St. Patty's Day? <laughs> uh, no, let's I talk about St. Patty's Day first. Though. <laughs> it's so we're, so wait, wait, an excuse to just get ham boned and call in this. <laughs> Regardless of what no, day this is on. Tuesday? No, no, no. This is St. Patty's Day. <laughs> the national like, fucking holiday, bro. Again, <laughs> again, I don't know what we're talking about. We're talking about St. Patty's Day. We're talking about Cinco de Mayo because, again, these are interchangeable. No, so let's, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. let's. Go, that's what we are saying. That's what we're saying. Okay. okay. Is they're one and the same in terms of like offensive nature, but but Cinco de Mayo has a lot of like cultural offenses. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. Hold that thought, and I'll <laughs> hold on. No, St. Patty's Day has a lot, but it's 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 with a culture that's way more. Uh, how would I put it? Like lenient towards it, right? Like it's like if if you're gonna borrow things, it's not nearly as offensive as as like it's, it's not as offensive. It's not as offensive because we're not as closely tied to the times when those people were disparaged in this country. That is, yeah. So, so wait, so, if so, time is the okay. difference, Agreed. is okay. it appropriate? <laughs> yeah, I got you. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily disagree, but it's, it's like the, the Irish have made advancements and we're in a society today. <laughs> no, hold on, hold on. We're in a society today where it's not like, it is not something that is actively being fought, but I mean, Cinco de Mayo is still disparaging to I, the same people it was when we started fighting that. Like it, I, it's it's still similar in nature. I like you get what I'm saying. I'm not I'm not saying like either is right. It's just there is differences in the advancement that has been placed. Here's what's up: if 
here's the like the equivalency that I'll put it to. If there was a drink that was made with like tequila and Corona that was called like I don't know border jumper or something fucking horrible. Hold on, offensive. hold on, wait, 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 wait. We're not talking about Irish carbon. I'm not either. We're I'm just simply about... saying the the, okay. uh, the the appropriation that we're giving to a celebration that doesn't actually affect or is celebrated sure, by sure, the people. Sure. Uh, and we uh, assign uh, some name that is like everyone universally offensive to everyone. Fast forward 50 years from now, and we're all living in one giant North American continent. There are no borders between Canada and Mexico and America. It's everything's li- everybody's living in harmony. It's fucking fantastic. And somebody goes up Under and orders. Dictator. <sighs> okay, Justin Trudeau. COVID nine, <laughs> just going crazy. The the, uh, the and somebody goes up and orders that drink. You're you gonna be like, well, it's fine because there are no borders anymore. So we don't we like, you know, mm-hmm. we can't be offended by it. And mm-hmm. and the people who did that, oh, they were doing it for good reasons. Because that's what you're getting when it comes to Irish car bombs. Like, it was the IRA fucking fighting back against the oppressor, which, okay, go on, right right on. But the mm-hmm. outcome of that was killing and maiming innocent people all over Ireland Absolutely. for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fact that, like, when you <laughs> refer to it as that, you're missing the history associated with that. And when you miss history, you are more apt to let it happen again, which we've been sure. advocates for on this podcast time and time again so that's why when it comes up to me i always say like do you really want that do you know what that is do you know what you're you're helping with that because with that oh, you're right goes you're right with any other culture that could be out there that we've talked about uh, native american culture comes to mind for us when it comes to like oh would you be offended by bikini atoll from manhattan project well i wouldn't because i fucking have no connection to the island I but yeah. but if you that's had a trail of tears of uh, if you problems. If you had a trail of tears ale, would you be offended by it? One hundred percent. Depends how tasty yeah. it was. Well, it, yeah, and that's the other thing. <laughs> that's why you go to the manufacturer and be like, "Can you just change the name so I can drink it with a clear conscience, please?" Trail of tears. Yeah. Just make an innuendo. Nope, still not good. <laughs> Unless <laughs> even even like in the counter to that like naming convention bullshit <laughs> if the counter to that is like oh well, it's a native american owned brewery fuck off no that's not what we're doing here because you're making light of it even in your own culture we, you have to understand what you're doing with that it, even if you're okay with it i'm not i don't give a shit what you say about it like what you think about me for taking that stance nah, i'm not all right with it okay let me ask you on this subject because brian i think that you and i talked about this a couple weeks ago Speaking of the Bikini Atoll. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so Broken Arrow Brewing Company. Yeah. You guys remember the original like controversy there? No. Refresh okay. Yeah, it's refresh all about Native Americans. Well, it was originally going to be called Indian Brewing Company. Okay. Oh, God. But, I but mean, both of the owners are Native American. Well, yeah, they can do that. And... But there was a lot of like, I say a lot, you know, it could have been fucking six people with, you know, 600 different troll accounts. How, how is it up to it? You know, saying like, that's offensive. And like, you should know that Native Americans historically have been predisposed to alcoholism and, you know, drinking problems and blah, blah, blah. And like that angle, I'm not like, you know, fuck yourself. Like, and, and they, and they, they bowed and they were like. Okay. Well, 
they, it, you know, like their fucking brewing tanks and everything, like like they had already had them ordered and shit from yeah. manufacturing Germany or something on the side of them. It still says, you know, like Indian, Indian brewing. brewing but, I, but they changed the the name like last minute. Changed all their branding. They already had shirts and stickers and this and that and the other. And I was kind of like, you know what? Fuck off. Like that. That's kind of. I don't know. I thought that was a little bit too far. So here's what. Uh, here's what I. Here's my thoughts on it. Okay, so one, if you're running a business and you already have pushback on the uh, foundations of said business before you even start, probably a good time to take a second look at it and see if there's any way that you can be more open to. Um, God damn it! I'm sorry. Perhaps, uh, I, I, like, yeah, uh, but they're, North they're, Oklahoma, where there's a lot of Native Americans, it's in a town called Broken Fucking Arrow, like. You know, I don't. Uh, yeah, that's true. I like I get that part because I mean, anything in Oklahoma <clears throat> is pretty native, uh, regardless. I mean, you spend some time, you spend enough time there, and you realize really quickly that like it, it is, it's part of the culture, it's part of the the community, it's part of Oklahoma in general. But uh, again, if you have people complaining about it, maybe a good time to take a second look at it. And, and instead of doubling down and saying, we're going to fucking go ahead with build the wall ale, like maybe you should fucking take a look at what you're actually doing and what you're trying to accomplish. And I'm not saying I'm not, I'm not comparing the two, uh, in, in what I just did as far as like, uh, purpose and premise, but as far as like running a fucking business, if that's what you hear, maybe it would mm-hmm. be a time to take a second look at it. It's uh, just, there are so many words in our language that could serve your purpose. <laughs> yeah, controversy. Exactly. Like, it's just not, it's like, what battle are you trying to fight? What I, hill are you I, trying to die on? That's why <laughs> like, it's not worth it. <laughs> honestly, know, that's... Know, but th- that one, I kind of, like, rubbed me the wrong way. It's kind of like, I come can, on, I can s- a little fucking too far Well, now. I can also see that living in Oklahoma long enough you have kind of a pride. You have like a, a native pride, even oh, if you're yeah, not native American. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and and like, yeah. And like you, you have people who are close to you in day to day life who are native American, who refer to themselves as Indian. And that's what they go for. Like, that's what they'll, that, they'll die on that hill right with you, you know? But mm-hmm. at the same time, if you can either remove controversy altogether from your business model, or you can, uh, you know, flip it and make it a point of pride rather than a point of diversity and division, uh, not diversity, but division, then maybe that's the direction you go. But with that one in particular, that one's a, that's tough because I, I admittedly correct people, not in a douchey shitty way, but anytime I hear someone say like, Oh, I met an Indian fella up there in, in, in Kansas and he taught me some ways of the Apache. I'm like, okay, real quick. I'm going to fucking calm down. How fucking many times has this happened to you? Parker, you have <laughs> Have you ever met my father? <laughs> you know, Parker, Parker, <laughs> man's got nervous diarrhea over this lifestyle. <laughs> Dude, it, it, it but then you you, you it's, correct him and say Native American, you uh, lovingly <clears throat> steer him in the right yeah, direction. it's the same way that I had a coworker who was talking on the phone with an outside vendor. And she was like trying to explain her concern, but also explain the fact that she wanted the person to know that they were still doing a good job. And she said the term or the phrase, Hey, just to be clear, I want you to know, we don't feel like we're getting gypped here. We know that we're getting, you know, full service of what's going on. 
And she just kept going. Oh, boy. I knew she meant nothing by it. And the person no, on the phone knew that she meant not like she just thought it was like, oh, I don't want to get swindled. And then I explained to her like, hey, you know that where that phrase comes from, right? And she was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I was like, OK, the gypsy culture that happened, like the travelers in Europe, in Europe yeah. they are known as people who are untrustworthy cheat. and swindlers and will cheat you out of money and cheat you out of a, a service. So yeah, yeah, yeah. instead of saying gypsies, they say gypped, and it's not a J I P P E D like you want to you want to spell it. It's G, a G Y yeah. G Y P apostrophe D sometimes. I'm Why like, is that a bad thing if it's talking shit about a shitty population? It's no, not a shitty population. <laughs> it's no, not a no no. Hold on, no, no, no. That would be like hey, that would be like hold on, Parker. Okay, it's different Parker, than saying. Jew them down, no. or you know, no, no, like, but that, that that's also not acceptable. Not acceptable. I, I'm not saying that's acceptable. Okay, just, okay. I'm just saying, just like, there's nothing the wrong with Jewish people. Let me explain to you. I know where you're going, but you're gonna regret it's, it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Let me just tell I, you. Just uh, no, no regrets, bro. Please. No, <laughs> you should have some regrets in that manner. So, if if as so, think of another person as a person, not. A, a person from a place. Shitty person. Okay. okay. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where they come from. It doesn't matter what religion they are, whatever. People have intentions in mind that are in general good. Okay. If you start generalizing people as a population as bad people, it is no different than saying black people are bad, etc. Right? So gypsies yes as a as a general population they are poor that's okay but not, not every gypsy is going to go out trying to swindle someone out of money okay so when you get to generalities is when you're going to hurt yourself on an opinion side so you should not say that a population of people are shitty yes Americans, some of us are shitty, but if people were to generally say Americans are shitty people, that's not true. Okay. Right? So we we really need to consider how we phrase things. Generates hatred that doesn't need to be there. I and I you're right. You're right. You're right. You you walked me back. But um and and I okay, that makes sense totally. I follow your logic. Let me pose this to you, though. Okay, um, let's say somehow uh, there was clinical studies, and, and no, they, no, they just we're told her to you. We're not doing this. Said, we're not doing this. One hundred percent. They're shitty. Then would it be fine, Parker? That's Egypt. we're it's not called eugenics, that. and that's, that's not okay no either. No, hey, I'm not talking about taking them out of the team. Literally, no way. Thing. You are, you I are, know, but you hypothetically. Are, so, no, there's no hypothetical in this situation. Every single one if of those you don't see, people will swindle your No, body. stop it. I'm, listen, I'm actually getting angrier. If, if you don't see another man from another continent as being the same as you, we have more problems than we can even relate to. This is not fucking proven. It's not true. It is... It is incontinence of your mind at this point. You cannot do that. Period. 
there is no difference between you and a black man from Africa and a gypsy from fucking Eastern Europe and a Russian and a Siberian. Genetically, mentally, capability-wise, there is no difference. What you are talking about right now is insulting. Okay, you know, we both know, I... I I like to think that I understand that, I'm but there's not. no way you can you can suggest just what you just tried to suggest. No, that is not devil's advocate. That is dangerous, my friend. You cannot say that. But I'm sorry. You, okay, but fundamentally, you don't think that I think that I'm better than no. Anybody. I okay. don't think you okay. are. As long as we're square there. I I, I I listen. I just want to be sure that the edge case that you just described is not something that people subscribe to. I understand where you're going. I understand the questions that you are asking. I just want to be sure that people understand how dangerous that train of thought is. It is a logical train of thought. I don't want to tell people that you're dumb for thinking it. It is very, very inaccurate, and it's a very dangerous way of thinking. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm, I'm not trying to say you're a bad person. If if you go linear on society, you might lead yourself to thinking that. It is just very inaccurate. It's not supported by science, and it's very dangerous. I, I mean, here's the deal. I, I suffered under that line of thinking. It's it's why I'm so passionate about it. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to, like... No need for sorry. Go crazy about it. <laughs> the sleep good tonight no you you make sense the challenging the 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 next step to that is the other like uh like uh, the subdued generalities that are thrown around uh like my what came to mind when frank was talking was like anytime that your uncle goes it's getting a little too urban around here fuck off like we can go fuck smooth off Uh, and that's like the next step. That's like, well, they say I can't say it's getting too black around here, so I say it's getting a little too urban. That's fine. I, I'm PC. It's not. It's the intent that is involved with that. And it's we've we've turned it into a more j- dangerous thing. It's yeah. like the alcoholic hiding the fucking beer from their wife. You know, like I mean, it's probably going to be that's gin, that. But yeah. That yeah. is no, but that's that behavior. That is what that is. Yeah, uh, and that's you're 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 right. You're hiding that the, and it's not racism. It's just ignorance of uh, of equality, and that like oh oh I I don't think ill will of other people. I'm like well no you do. You're not you're not putting. There are only two things: racism, inadvertent racism. If you're inadvertent, you're ignorant. That is literally the combination of those two words. Now, you can be inadvertently racist. That's okay. It means we need to explain what you're doing. But there's there's nothing about explaining another human being as lesser in any capacity than the average fucking human genome that is not insulting. Now, if we make generalities about cultures... The Italians speak with their hands, etc. <laughs> Did that, that is earlier not, on? <laughs> no, but that is that is not the same thing. Right. That is a cultural innuendo that we can talk about. Uh, Americans suggest, are really loud and larger yeah, than other. Uh... To suggest that someone is a lesser human being, and we do this, and it's so frustrating because it's like, oh, if they just fucking didn't do that, you're like, right, okay. 
if if you suggest that any being is lesser, you are an ignorant son of a bitch for doing that. It just is. It is. It doesn't need to be explained. It is. It. it I'm so done with this shit. Like, stop it. People are not lesser than you. They never will be. They have different experiences. They have different things that they can and cannot accomplish, but they are never lesser than you are. And it's fucked up that we, we talk about it as though it's a thing. Like, oh, yeah. I just, I, I don't understand it. I don't get it. You're not making a point. You're just making an ignorant point. Well, that's also you trying to rationalize with irrational people. That's why you don't understand it. And that's okay that you don't understand it because that's not for you to figure out. However, what it is for you to figure out is how to explain that frustration and those life experiences that you have to people who are ignorant uh, or what did you what was a indirect racism or what was, what was your, no, they're just, they're ignorant. This yeah. is what it is. Yeah. Well, so that's people that's, even, either want to intentionally be that way. And I, I mean, I would hope Parker, we Brian, know. like I, I, I try to always explain it. Not always this passionately, but always try to like tell people you, you, you just can't have that. In well, your life, I mean, you know? I, like it, it is I, more I, work to be a racist than it is to just accept people. Well, it's exhausting. Yeah, and, I, and I totally agree. I think where I was just coming from is like, gypped is way down on my list of like super fucked up offensive shit to say. But like, if it's if, if it's, your coworker didn't mean anything by it, it's no. sad. Like it's just part of. It's part of vernacular, I mean, a common I, vernacular. And I doubt that your coworker is a racist piece of shit or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, so, one hundred percent, she is not. But you know, like at the same time, like you, 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 you classify. You said something that is very common in that, like I have. There are way more offensive things to say, but in reality, to Frank's point and connecting to what you just said, there is no barrier. There is no level. There's no gradient of racism. There is or there isn't. And yeah. if you can acknowledge that, hey or not acknowledge, but make people aware of what they're saying can be offensive to someone, can be offensive to someone's family, can be offensive to someone's culture. You bring it up in a way that's appropriate and not in a shitty condescending way. And that's how we all get better as a society. And we, I mean, literally everyone in the world. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Funny uh, little (laughs) side note here is like whenever you're describing that where, where, you know, there it's binary, like there's, there's it's either one or zero yeah uh, in this situation uh it would not be appropriate to say it's black or it's white yeah, you know, no, it's yeah, no, yeah it's not that's that's a good that's a good call you got to keep that in okay uh, no but hold on hold on though. Uh, like what you, what you could what you could do in that scenario because binary <laughs> like, is even more fucked up it's not black or white yeah no actually not like Black or white is literally binary. Like it's not. I know, I know, but I don't in, think that that would be that with Frank. It's a one or a zero. There, it's, it was it's the, all or nothing. the intent of his comment. Saying, I also, also want to be. I want. I, I, I want to be kind of clear about this, right? Like, there are things that are offensive, and then there are things you don't need to think about treading around. And one of the items that you know, like, if you notice that. Like, I don't know, for instance, let's say Brian loves pizza. Mm-hmm. You can say Brian loves pizza, right? 
Like it's it's people try to tread around things that don't matter and then step in the fucking landmine. <laughs> you know, like it's Frank like went dark. We, we no, we had we had a we had a lady here today. I was signing refinance paperwork and she goes she goes she goes uh for whatever reason whispered to me that uh Mexican culture does not write cursive. And I was like, well, first off, I would have worded it different. <laughs> but also in South Africa, we didn't learn cursive. So I think what you're trying to say is like cursive is not a common skill <laughs> outside of this country. I don't know if she was racist. I don't know. Frank, but Frank, to it, her it, defense, you are white. Okay. And, I and that. no, and I, 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 I'm I being counter racist I, as well. <laughs> took no offense to it. But what I, what I sat there thinking was like, she really thought about what she was about to say and then still said something that was offensive. Wait, wait, hold on. Did she say this in reference to uh, your, your wife? Pigment being a little no, bit no, 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 no. Okay, all right. Okay. She did not. Like, she did not. No, she she racist. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm with no, Parker no, no, on this. No. Hold on. Back, 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 back. Hold on, back Frank. Up. I need to open your eyes. <laughs> back up, back up. I think she so, was racist, buddy. What, whispered it to you. Wow. No, what, what actually Frank happened. Is... Let me just quickly tell you what happened. Okay. So, um, quickly. So, yeah. So she showed up, signed paperwork. I cannot write cursive like cannot do my full name last name and cursive didn't know okay? that yeah hmm. I, I learned cursive when i moved here i was like 12 passed it didn't ever care to keep going okay okay so she goes oh you can't do cursive well you know mexican people can't do cursive either and i was like Okay, I'm not really sure what point you're trying to prove. I, I want to pause you right there. I want to I want to pause you right there. That lady is racist as fuck. I don't disagree, but I think that lady's a piece of when, shit. No, hold on, hold on. Wait one second. Give you a low refi rate though. <laughs> That's point, why I didn't say anything. The point she was making, like the point she was making, was not racist. What she is trying to say. And the, the, what she's trying to say is not the way she said it is, right? So if she said, well, my experience is is that uh, most of the Mexicans that I interact with can't write cursive, and I'd be like, in my opinion, I think it's a third world country problem, you know, and enlighten her. But when she did the whole, like, Mexican people, you know, can't write cursive. It's 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 just about how the approach is. You know, like <clears throat> yeah, I just think I, I I understand what you're saying. It's a you know it's a it's like, well, it's, it's like it's the same thing that I get when someone comes up to me and says, "Oh, like oh, I met so and so. He was a really nice guy." You know, I you know I I haven't met many uh, African Americans who work in the finance and accounting industry. I'm like what? What fuck are you talking about? Like one, one, you could say black people. It's fine. It's perfectly yeah. fine. It, it's not a negative thing. It's like somebody saying like, "Oh, I'd rather say Hispanic than Mexican." I'm like, well, it's, no. If they're from Mexico, reference. if they're from Mexico, they're Mexican. I I, I don't yeah. know what to, what else to tell you. It's not negative. That's just but what it is. One hundred percent know that they're from Mexico is when you can say Mexican. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, yeah. That's the other thing. Even have to be. No, it doesn't. Like, 
it will. Uh, so the example that I'm referencing is a good buddy of mine uh, was talking to another good buddy's uh, family. Uh, I think it was his grandpa, and his grandpa was like, "Oh, you're a nice Hispanic boy." He's like, "Well, no, I'm Mexican. I came, you know, my my family came here. I'm first generation American. I'm Mexican." And he was like, "Well, I'm going to say Hispanic." He's like, "Well, I mean, That's I'm offensive. I'm Mexican, so you can call me Mexican. That's fine." Yeah. Like. And then it went from there. It's the same thing when someone goes, uh, an African-American person uh, helped me with my groceries today or an uh, African-American guy helped me make sure, uh, like, you're no, 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 no. You can say black person. It's fine. A black guy helped no. me. A black woman helped me. It's fine. It's it's perfectly fine. And it gets even more weird in my situation. My wife is African-American. Uh, <laughs> when people, <laughs> I had to drop it in. When people say shit to me and they're like, oh, I've got to step on eggshells around this motherfucker here. Uh, like it's you're one black is not a negative thing. It is describing, no, it but, is describing but, but a person. Two, you don't need that descriptor unless you're trying to narrow it down between two people that are standing next to each other. Oh, uh, 100%. Oh, it was the black guy on the right that helped me today at the grocery store. So, a quick point to that. Uh, a, 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 a nice... Uh, exactly. People have names. A nice, big me- <laughs> a nice big media defense here is when people get pissed off, like, why didn't, you, that, why didn't the news say that it was a black guy on the run? Well, uh, let me just break this down. Uh, a rule in news coverage is that if you don't have more than three descriptors about a person, you do not describe their race. And good or bad, right or wrong, doesn't matter. Because what happens is, if you see a brown person, <laughs> and you're like, okay, I know he's about six feet tall. He's about, I don't know, I can't tell. He's about six feet tall. I don't know how heavy he was. He's wearing a big heavy jacket. Uh, so I'm just going to say he's Mexican. Well, guess what, motherfuckers? When the police go out to look for people, they're looking for a Mexican person rather than uh, a, an Indian person or an Asian person or fucking a, just a nice tanned white guy doesn't matter. Like that's why they don't describe that. It's why they don't call out race unless they have more than three descriptors. So next time you hear somebody getting all butthurt about white people getting called, just, just calm them down right away. doesn't happen very often, but when it does, there's a fucking reason for it. Anyway, back to what I was talking about with uh, black people in general. Uh, Hold on, Brian, 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 question. Have yes. you ever seen a Finnish guy in a sauna? I don't like this. This is, seems like it's a dad's dad joke setup. No, it's not. It's not. It, that was the joke, actually. People will find that pretty funny. I doubt that. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I'm, I'm going to push back on this. I doubt it. Anyway, uh, what I was going to say Look, is, Looking like a tomato out there. I don't. I don't get it. I don't. I don't get it either. I'm trying to find it. Frank is. No way. Okay. Is this like a dual stage rocket? I think it is. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. He shot his parachute before (laughs) he took off. Okay. Confusing because you change your location. Yeah. I did. I had to go take a piss. So the uh, the 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 Finns have an affinity (laughs) to uh, taking saunas. They invented the sauna, and actually, they're white as fuck when they. Take a sauna. They turn, turn red, red as, as tomato. Red as fuck. Yeah. Additionally, they can commit crime, and you're like, "Oh, that's a different race." And then they come back home, and they're like, "Oh, just pale as fuck." Yeah, that's funny. I don't know. 
I thought it was. Anyway, what I was going to say is, uh, I, I'm also I also kind of hold myself responsible uh, when I hear people say some shit that is maybe not intended to be racist. But I think I was I don't know I was talking to one of you two after the cast one night, and uh, there was a a mom in my kid's dance class who was telling me about her time in New Orleans, and she was driving through after Hurricane Katrina, and she was like, I felt you know it was we were pretty we took some wrong turns and we got really scared. We were down in the ninth ward and. I made sure I locked the doors because I, I was the only white person within like three miles of there. And in my mind, I've heard that dozens of times in my life. Honestly, it's something that has come up several times. And at, at that point, I was like, hey, you know what? You're kind of a piece of shit because one, <clears throat> uh, you have a kid uh, who's friends with my kid by proxy of dance class. And if you're saying that shit in front of her, then uh, she's going to feel that my kid is in some way, shape, or form d- a danger to her. And in that instance, I'm not okay with that at all. My my foster and grow. Yeah, that's that's yeah. how that's how ignorance becomes like uh, in. It, 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 <laughs> that's what. Yeah, that's where I came from, man. And like at that point, I was like, you know what? That's kind of fucked up, and I, I there hasn't been a, a week gone by that I don't think about that moment and ki- kind of kick myself for not bringing that up to she, her in that space. Oh, you did not? No, I didn't because I, I, I was kind of flabbergasted by the way she said it in the group setting that we were. It was all parents sitting in the waiting area. Right there. Oh, good point, Parker. Uh, yeah, no, Mrs. Bryan was right there. Uh, like earshot, like next to you, or like. Well, I mean, this room is probably a fucking ten. I wonder if it was like kind of like I made like uh, Frank's refile lady was like the Mexican people. You know know what? Most of the times, I I've I've heard the phrase said that way. It was like I was the only white person within five miles. But at the same time, like this one was a little more uh, organic, which now, like, as I've thought about it over the weeks, like, that's even more fucked up that she's yeah. like, oh, I've told this story before. Like, this isn't the first rodeo. Uh, no, you told me. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know, wait, wait, so- wait, wait, you're saying she's. Wait, wait, Sorry. what are you saying? You told the story. Yeah, you, you and I talked about this after a cast one time. Yeah, I was saying that she's told this story more than once. That's what made it sound oh, so organic. Yeah, like, this is a this is a polished story. Yeah, yeah she's a vet. She's a vet. Yeah. Oh, and she is so, actually on more than one on more than one level. She is, no, which makes it even which makes it even hell. more fucked up. Which because wow. it's fucked up. Because in my Did mind, she like only work on white animals. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> the other vet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, red, she only saved. Ran. She only saved her, her yeah. white, her white fellow. Her, no, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, just I guess, yeah, that's funny as fuck. <laughs> it's not. It's sad. It really, it is. Now, no, the funny is. part is that I had the wrong vet. Oh yeah, yeah that is funny. That, that is the your joke. ignorance uh, is charming in this case. It <laughs> is bliss. It really is bliss. Um, um, so so. I guess fully, Brian. Yes. This lady had no idea that she was offensive, or was I, I don't know. Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, like, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I don't ignorant. Here's what I. That's always that's always my experience. It's like sometimes people just don't know. Yeah. And then other times you're like, I have had this 
multiple times where I've told you not to do this. I don't think that's the case. I want to, I want to believe that that's not the case because, and here's why I say that. Um, some of the most open people I know as far as like racism go and like, and like our, uh, uh, acknowledgement of other races go have been people who are like lifelong, lifelong military, uh, uh, servers or, or like lifelong lifelong military yeah, vets. vets. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the fuck servers better, came up. I got I, I, doctors. Gotcha. I, I think I'm hungry. Yeah, what are you saying? Lifelong veterinarians. And yeah. Lifelong yeah. veterinarians veterinarians. that served for the U.S. on silver Army. platters, just nothing but yeah. legs well, of lamb. Just, like back, yeah. It's gone downhill. The cavalry. They would service yeah. the horses. Got it. Yeah. Anyway. Cavalry. Cavalry, no. not the Calvary. Calvary, yeah. the place that, that they that it was a bunch of cows that they rode around on, right? That's, right, baby that's cow. right. Yeah, I mean, you know, we have kind of context matters. We have digressed. <laughs> I'm going to try to bring us back onto the rails. No, uh, military families in particular have been some of the most open people I've ever met, as far as like uh, welcoming other races into their like sphere. However, mm-hmm. they are some of the most ignorant people when it comes to the shit that they say and how it can be perceived because in the military, it is fucking hoorah, do or die. Person next to me is my team member. I'll fucking, yeah, I'll jerk them off while they jerk me off. We'll all be safe together. I like, while that is great, that is a wonderful concept to have. It is also a great novel concept to understand that the shit that you say can be offensive to the person next to you. Not and super the, the blind eye that is turned to that sometimes, uh, is really fucking painful. I mean, uh, I'll finish this up and we can, we can go on. But like uh, the good thing is, and the, the reason I say that it was not malicious on her part was is like, it's the kind of generality that I like to think of people of not being malicious, not having ill intent in their heart when they say some shit that is mm-hmm. ignorant. Um, and I mean, it's not like her kids are fucking like punching the Brown kid in the, in, in the dance class. You know what I mean? Like they're They're normal kids. So I don't feel like that shit carries on at home. But at the same time, like I feel like if uh, I say something that is inappropriate in any way, shape, or form outside of curse words, which I will tell you to fucking kick rocks if you tell me to stop cursing, yeah, I'll double down. He's not going to tell you to kick ass. He's going to say kick rocks. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I, 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 will, I will double down on that because the Lord has graced me with a wonderful vocabulary. <laughs> and I'm going I'm to cuss, and then you tell me not to cuss, and I'm going to go kick rocks. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna fucking take it. I'm gonna go PG on you. I'm gonna go PG. Put an egg, (laughs) put an egg in your shoe and beat it. Okay. Yeah, beat that egg. I but brother. Oh man, but I feel like this is probably Brian. This this lady is probably the waitress that doesn't pick up on social cues of oh. when to fuck off and she sits down at your booth and continues the conversation <laughs> even after your food's arrived and you're like oh, oh, don't, oh don't, boy. don't let yeah. it, don't let us keep you you know i know you got other tables to tend to and they're like oh, no never mind just because I'm the only table in your section does not mean we need to have dinner together. We don't tonight. want to talk to. You. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> I've she's had a that rough lady, day. Brian. Uh, I, this lady, she's a lot of things, and uh, you may Apple, be right on that. Applebee's waitress <laughs> that does not understand social cues, or I love that you started off that way because I knew exactly who you were talking about when you oh, started. Oh, it's the, everybody's had that. Like it's like, oh god. 
I'm really the most important person in your section Just right now. You know, what, I am the you know what may be worse than that person is uh, a barber who does that to you because that was my last, my last yeah, haircut was awkward. that way. She mm. was literally telling me like, mm, I just got to make sure your hair gets flat so I can make sure I cut it at the right angle here. And maybe I'm going to use a, uh, maybe a, the, the other seat, the other shears on here. I, I don't know. Maybe we go finger length. Maybe we go comb. I don't give a fuck lady. Shut your fucking mouth and cut my hair. At like, mm. at one point I made eye contact with another person in the, in the sports clips that I went to. And the look on their face was, yeah, I know we deal with it all fucking day. Like that, it seriously was the human connection that wow. I shared with another, that other person <laughs> that unspoken, like, you know, you know, yeah. Like I know yeah, that you know that yeah. you're fucking pissed right now. I get yeah, that's so, why you gotta, you gotta find yourself a regular lady to go to. I try, so, so, dude, so, I've got to go to, and it's amazing. Hey. I, I don't have to say a motherfucking thing. I just sit down <laughs> and she knows dude. it's so I've, beautiful. I've got, I've got a barber uh, across the bridge, right next to a gas station, and it's a true barber shop. So oh, yeah. the shit talking is on the barbers, and you're just there for the entertainment. It's That's like a it stand-up be. comedy show. Oh yeah. So you're just shitting on coworkers. Bar- they're barbing each other. They're talking about the fucking guy. <laughs> barbing each other. You son yeah, of a no, bitch. I mean, I mean. Well, that's also a term for not. I got it. I got uh, yeah. it. That's why I called you a son so, of a bitch. Hold on. Is that a fucked up term to use, though? <laughs> this is a good question. No, good question. That, I wear. Yeah. I was born with stripes on my shirt. Does that yeah. mean? Yeah. You barb. So they end up like uh, fucking going through this whole, I don't know. It's just daily life, right? And then. What are you laughing at? I was gonna say me. And, I was gonna say me and my three brothers harmonize all the time, and now we yeah. fucking get shit on when we uh. tuck, tuck trash on each other. We 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 yeah. bought these fucking styrofoam hats because we thought they looked cool, and now the next thing you know, this asshole in Buda is talking shit on us. Just waiting for a quarter break. Out. He's turned us into a yeah an adjective. Uh, no, dude. so what I was what I was saying is is it's. It's awesome when you go to a spot that's got like a hell of a lot of personality, right? Like it's, you've got people cutting hair, but that's not the primary reason that everybody's there. It's like the conversation, whatever. I'm just glad we've got that down. I don't know, about quarter of a mile down from my house. Can I tell you something? It sounds like T's and P's for you, Brian. You need to find yourself. Well, Frank, it sounds like you're describing a black barbershop. Is that what you're describing? I it's yes, that's a, a Mexican barbershop. Okay, that's fine. Oh that's fine as well. I've seen a movie about a black barbershop. Right? <laughs> oh my goodness! Is it called Barbershop Two? Yeah, yeah, the first one was <laughs> Barbershop Three. No. <laughs> so I bring this up to tell you to bring up a funny story that happened. So when I was in college, uh, I by the time I went to school at, in, in Stillwater, I had been getting my hair cut by the same lady for sixteen years. So when I went to Stillwater, I was like, I don't know who to fucking get my hair cut by. I need, I need to get my shit taken Brian, care of. I'm just going to correct you. It's three months in regular people time. Go ahead. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, so I went around campus and I found, I finally found a barber who uh, was there regularly. He was in the student union. Oh, yes, dude. I used to go to him all the time, too. He was good. Was fucking awesome. Overwrite by the post office. Yeah, Ken. 
His name yes, was Ken. Dude. Okay. Awesome. I remember this and you'll understand why I remember his name so vividly. So I would always go in and I would always be the only white guy there, which means obviously I had to lock my doors, make sure my windows were rolled up. For Fucking sure. racist yeah, no dance doubt. class lady. That was without saying. Right. But I would, I quickly realized I was Ken's like only like white customer for a hey, while. Hey, hey, don't fucking flatter yourself because I went there regularly. Well, I'm going to be honest with so you. Ken was lying to you. He was sleeping around. He was cutting around on me. <laughs> he was cutting around. That me. son of a bitch. No. So Ken, Ken treated me right. Like Ken would, he would, he was the only person, honestly, and this is something that uh, people might know, but I like to get my hair cut. At the time, I got it cut really short on the sides and semi-short on top, okay? Uh, I'm just going to say this. White barbers aren't really comfortable cutting really short on people's, on, 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 on hair. Black barbers have been really good at cutting and keeping my hair clean on the sides. Mm-hmm. I have very, very straight hair. They got no problem cutting it short. It's fucking fantastic. So, I would go to Ken, and I would only go to Ken. He was Ken was my boy, freshman year of college, sophomore year of college, up until then he left. No, 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 no. worse, Parker, worse, up until February of my sophomore year. <laughs> no, uh, I started dating my wife. Now, uh, at the time, it was our first date, and I went in. I had a pretty good rapport with Ken. I was like, Ken, I'm going on my first date with this girl. I really like her. I, I, she is way out of my league. So I need you to make sure I look good going into this first date. Ken was like, cool. I got you, man. And he gave me the most fucked up haircut I have ever gotten in my life. Like to the point where I had to wear a baseball cap, uh, on my first date. After giving you multiple good haircuts leading up to this, he fucked up. Yes. I don't want to say Ken's racist. I never told him I was dating a black woman, but I feel like Ken was taking it out recon on you. He was like, like, "Oh no, this white devil! I'm going to take him out right here." Hey, hey, hey! Everybody has a bad day. What? (laughs) That was your drop in. Everybody has a bad day. Yeah, everybody has a bad day. Ken had a bad day. Ken had given me dozens of good haircuts at that point. Sorry about you. I've been to Ken. Okay. Great barber. Actually, the only barber you can get uh, bursar payments to. Oh, well, that's a a very specific (laughs) reason that you (laughs) like Ken. I think a a hell of a lot of people use Ken. Um, (laughs) Because it was the only barber shop you could go get your hair trimmed. And pay it back later. On campus and pay with (laughs) debt. (laughs) Okay, so Ken had his... Ken had work. a clientele, <laughs> that, but it was it was it was a good barbershop. It was like a true one. Glass on the fucking panes on the right side. What? Like random ass pictures on the left side. Oh, when he walked no, into the good. door, you had chairs, glass, cutting. Yeah. Left side, fucking pictures. At that point, we didn't have flat screen TVs because expensive ones were like eighteen inches. Um, Michael Scott stuff. But yeah. Yeah, Ken, exactly. Ken was like the original sports clip. Ken, Ken fucked me, is all I'm going to say. To the point yeah, where, he fucked you once. Man, Ken, he, Ken he went easy like, like 20 billion times. I never went back to dude, Ken. I, did you really? Never, not once, dude. As a matter no, of fact, after I, I got that haircut, I let my hair grow for 
18 months, I think. Or no, 14 months. That was how bad it was, dude. I had it down to my shoulders. I had it down to my shoulders after that. So, how are you? I think uh, I told my lady, I got my hair cut yesterday. And I was like, I think I'm going to get some motherfucking lightning bolts next time I'm in here. (laughs) How good was was she? Did she tell you no? Oh, she said, let's do it. You need to find a new fucking barber. Because that's going to look like shit. I've been going to her for almost five years now. And yeah, no. She's, she's advocating, cool. she's supporting your lightning no, bolts. Like, oh, oh. I was like, look, if I saw, okay, if I was at, you know, a gas station and I saw a middle aged fat man <laughs> with lightning bolts on the side of his head, I would fucking laugh and tell him, dude, I like your lightning bolts. <laughs> right? So if the lightning bolt was on the other head, um, <laughs> so you're advocating for being a punchline? I don't know what the fuck. Par- Parker lives his life to be a fucking Instagram model. That's <laughs> what I'm getting at. Like I will do it because I don't give a fuck. And that's incredible, dude. That's awesome. I will post. I will send you guys pictures of my lightning bolts next time. Parker, I swear to God, if you don't get lightning bolts shaved into your head, I'm gonna be very disappointed. Yeah, and also this podcast will never take off. No. Uh, so let's just say that. If you get lightning bolts, we might have a this is true. stratospherical moment. I was like, what about like a Nike swoosh? And she was like, honestly, I tried that one time and it looked like more like a check mark. So let's go with the lightning bolts. <laughs> oh, my God. She's bringing in past experiences to your shitty ideas for a haircut. This is great. <laughs> Worst case scenario, this. it looks terrible. And like my hair grows like a motherfucking Chia pet. So I'll be back. I go like usually if I go 21 days, that's a long time between. Holy haircuts. shit. Yeah, I go every three weeks, basically. Wow. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I like to I like to keep it clean. I always get shit from the sports clips peeps. And they're like, oh, you haven't been in a while, huh? I'm like, okay. First off, I don't like your judgment. Hey, second, yeah, fuck off. Second, I, I don't have time to do things, so you, you can go fuck, fuck some Well, how much off. do they charge you, Ryan? Well, okay, funny story. Normally, I get the old MVP, the head massage, oh, and the towel on your face. Shit, yeah, I go, that's, that's my splurge, okay? While they're taking stuff out of your wallet and your coat. Obviously, they're fucking yeah. No. <laughs> like I'm gonna put my wallet in my front pocket, so at least I get a little, you know. No, so the last time when I made eye contact with the shitty human being, uh, or you know, I made uh, I had the, the shitty barber cutting my hair. The other employees there at Sports Clips went ahead and did me a favor and rang me out at the register because the old bitch couldn't figure out how to uh, ring. They're obviously having problems with her. Like, clearly, yeah. technology and her not jiving. Yeah, not doing well. Uh, this lady gave me acupuncture tips, by the way. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to say she gave you actu- acupuncture at sports clips. I no, like, I, <laughs> I, I, I had never seen that on a package. <laughs> the, <laughs> never mind. I'm not so, yeah, no. Uh, they charged me for a regular haircut, which was like $19. It should have been charged like thirty, I think, is what my normal charge is, and then I thirty tip on that, yeah, or like twenty seven, something like that, and then I, yeah, yeah, now you gotta you gotta treat yourself. Mine is eight, yeah, and then with the beard and uh, shampoo puts it at twelve, 
and I tip her like fifteen dollars on days that are not payday and twenty. I or sorry, <laughs> I pay her fifteen dollars on days that are not payday and like between fifteen and twenty on days that are. <laughs> Depending on what cash you have on hand. Correct. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, I. Right. Yeah. No. Well, it's also this is also tech yeah. North Texas where. Shit. All day Peterson. No. Um. Haircut. That was an Adrian Peterson reference there. I got that. I got okay. That. Yeah. Um, so I had uh, my second beer real quick here. Sure. Was the Invasion. Ah, oh, the Pale Ale. Pale Ale mm-hmm. by Cigar City out of Tampa. That's mm-hmm. close to Tampon, Florida. Tamp off is what I call it. Tamp off. And uh, yeah, it was really good. I've always heard you talk about Cigar City beers. I've never had one. Thank you. This was another one of the beers that you gave me in the six snack. Yeah. Um, that was good. On that note, um, when I referenced uh, a little while ago when the wife got a uh, mixed pack from Sierra Nevada from Costco, yeah, and I was like not overly thrilled about Dusty's favorite beer, but <laughs> right. Um, I will say one of the four six packs in there was their tropical pale ale or tropical IPA. Yeah. And it was actually really fucking good, dude. Yeah. My dad and my brother were the over there the other day, um, helping me build the shed mm-hmm. and I bust that out and both of them were like, holy shit, what is this? And I was like, Psh, I don't know. This is my first time too. <laughs> we're experiencing this together and it was a shared experience and it was really good. I don't, I don't know if, you know which beer I'm talking about. I by do. Sierra. I do. They're tropical. It's. I think it's called tropical IPA, right? Straight up. Yep. Yeah. I. I mean, Sierra Nevada. They're. It does. They don't do things wrong. Uh, but their tropical IPA. They releases like an individual six pack a few years ago, and I thought it was really good. And I think they've since taken it off, and it's now just in uh, mix packs, at least here in North Texas. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I, I, those those the simple pale ales. With no caramel malt and uh, like New World hops, those are fantastic. Mosaic, Citra, uh, uh, whatever the fuck you want to throw in there that is weird, dank, catty, fruity, piney, whatever the fuck it is, just without caramel malt is phenomenal. What? What is? What is that descriptor you just dropped? Catty. So, caddy is something that comes from uh, New World hops used in heavy quantities, specifically mosaic, sometimes with citra, but specifically mosaic. Uh, it comes across as cat urine, is what it smells like and what it tastes like. Um, <laughs> yeah, and if you've ever been around uh, a family with cats, you oh, kind of uh, know what that smell is. Uh, that's like got to be one of the worst things that you could get said about your beer <laughs> well uh in the case of that invasion tropical pale ale it does get the caddy moniker every now and then just really? depending on the people who uh, are experiencing it well that's yeah man i don't know but that's the that's the kind of cool part and weird part about uh beer experiences is that everyone's experience will be different based on what they've had before well, in no way, shape, or form would I have just discussed that beer. It's cat piss. 
as or de- describe that beer rather as cat piss. No. Yeah, no, no, one hundred percent no. My my mom has four four motherfucking felines that share a house with her, and they're terrible animals. And I would I would never put that on this beer. <laughs> I really I really enjoyed that invasion pale. As a matter of fact, I bought two more six packs uh, since I've given you that. So okay. yeah, I, I, I think so I'm, I'm now up to almost, I, I think, um, if I buy another six pack, it'll be two cases of that beer that I've purchased, which is a record for me. So they're pretty, uh, like well distributed in North Texas. Yes. And I also go to total wine a lot. So they go but to they only got their Tampa, uh, facility. Uh, no, actually. So, um, cigar city is part of Canarchy which is a, a parent company that owns Oscar Blues, Deep yeah. Ellen Brewing, some brewery up in Michigan, Minnesota, like Wisconsin area. Sorry, I don't remember it. But then the, uh, then the other is Cigar City. So technically, uh, some of Cigar City's beers were being brewed at the Oscar Blues facility in Austin. Um, so they have a pro- they have production facilities around the country that they can okay. be produced at. But yeah. But, I mean, would you be able to discern if this one came out of their Tampa facility versus one of the satellites? Other than looking on the can, no. You know you know what I mean? Like, they're at the level of production that they have it all figured out. They have everything, like the flavors, aromas, everything is, is dialed in to their production facilities that they'll be able to produce the same liquid multiple locations. It's like... Wendy's should be consistent regardless of where you're at. Exactly. Cigar okay. City, Oscar Blues in particular, like they're they're really, really good at making sure they make repeatable products. That's now, good. with that said, uh, Deep Ellum, I have, I'm sorry, Dallas Beer people, I have zero respect for Deep Ellum and what the fuck they do. I've never had, I've never enjoyed a, a pint of Deep Ellum beer and yet they somehow marketed their way into like beer like the beer hierarchy <laughs> it sucks to say but at the same time like I do not hold them in the same regard that I hold Oscar Blues much less Cigar City and like would you go as far as to say is like Bud Light is better than their stuff <laughs> no I mean like it's it's still it's still like here, here's the deal I've enjoyed a pint of Bud Light yeah, I'll say yeah. that. You know what I mean? Like there's, that. Yeah. there's a time and place for Bud Light. For sure. I cannot tell you any time that I have seen Deep Ellum beer on tap and been like, yeah, no, I'll take that over water, honestly. Because mm. I know that water, even though if it comes from an untreated facility, has an inherent like positive qualities to it. Right. I fucking, I fucking hate it. I fucking I fucking hate Deep Ellum Brewing. I remember that was the first brewery I ever went to, as far as like a a, a little tour goes, because uh, at the time you basically paid five dollars for a glass. Uh, yeah, the paid tours. Fuck that. Noise. Well, that nah, was a state law. You can't uh, really. Yeah, nah, it still is. So yeah, if you you can't basically you can't give beer away. Uh, so they would pay five dollars for a glass, and that would earn you three coupons for beer. That is, it's, it is what it is. Waited are the, I mean, like those laws and stuff that even you know um, the Able Commission in Oklahoma like play by are just so yeah. 
primitive. It's but like here, a bit days. Here's the deal. Like, uh, if it weren't for those, like a, a lot of craft breweries want to shed on those laws. Uh, but in the early days of the, the, the latest craft beer boom, if people weren't having to pay $5 for three beers, craft breweries would have a legitimate hard time operating. And like as as much as it's it does seem kind of old school for us now, like because you can go to St. Louis and get a you know drink like eight beers on the Budweiser tour or whatever the fuck it is. No, no, that is false. Oh, how many? What is it, Brian? I know uh, it is like fucking three, it is. and they are seriously little baby size. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about that? Oh yeah, that was time that you like snuck out the yeah. entrance or whatever the fuck it was. There were very weighted doors to try to combat people from doing exactly what me and my brother did and went into the other tasting room and got caught and awkwardly everybody like cheered us on like we had just, you know, I don't know, we were like fucking martyrs. And I I believe that same conversation ended with you going, I mean, the, uh, the the fire safety alone of weighted doors is a problem. This this is the throwback to like probably three and a half years ago on this podcast. Yeah, I believe that sounds about something like I would say is like, that is not safe to have a door that you have to be a motherfucking man in your like prime. 25 and 40 to be able to open this goddamn door. I think you use the word ease of the egress of the mass population. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Definitely. Uh, I'm, you know what? Uh, come next business day, I might call up there and see if I can get the fire marshal on, <laughs> on the, on the horn. Uh, yeah, they haven't shut down. No, but I mean like paying for those, paying for those brewery tours, like is, is minimal as it might seem that, fucking adds up for the breweries it just does uh but because then it's an exponential uh like uh expense because I if, feel like that's a value added type of thing though that's pro bono man yeah you drop you know 50 60 bucks in your tap room like give a free tour every 45 well, minutes well that was the thing in texas at the time you couldn't spend money in the tap room you couldn't buy money at there you couldn't buy beer at the brewery it's so fucking dumb dude but at the same time, without without things like that, you don't have. Listen, with things like that, as antiquated as they are, like you would think, like, oh, cool. Well, you're just gonna weed out the shit breweries. No, that's not what happened. The shit breweries stayed around. They're still here. Franconi and Deep Ellen are still fucking brewing beer. Sorry, said it. Like it didn't. It didn't fucking work. If that's your argument, kick rocks. Get the fuck out of here. The other the other piece to it is, like. You you by by buying glassware, it seems stupid, but you make a connection to that brand. You develop some sort of loyalty to that brand. I think we've talked about it with Villem when he's when he was on the cast. He's been on the cast and talking about uh, how he, oh was, was that a pint night for so and so brand? I didn't even know that that was happening. I was just at the bar and they were doing it. Like what that does for that for that consumer's loyalty to that brand is like incalculable like you can't you can't figure out like oh well sure we only sold 12 pints tonight but you've just made fucking you know four people lifelong advocates for your brand who will talk about your shit that is false brian okay because you get home from pint night 
with nine pint glasses that still have beer residue in them and you reek like alcohol and you come home and your significant other says, we don't have any fucking room in the cabinet for more pint glasses. What are you doing with your life? Well, and then now it's a negative branding effect on you. You're well, like, F you X, Y, Z company. You sent me with all these glasses. Cause I couldn't dare let, you know, not take them. You're not going to not get Randy Johnson's at Randy Johnson, Randy Jackson's autograph. <laughs> but I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I was going to say that is a very specific uh, uh, situation that you find yourself in. Because uh, I know I've been to some pint nights before and brought home enough to like, yeah, fill up a cabinet. And you're like, what the fuck am I going to do with these glassware? Parker, have you seen, you've, you've seen my cabinets. Yeah. I've, yeah. I have a wall of my kitchen. Like, don't bring home another pint glass or I'm going to divorce you type of status. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, Mrs. Brian is fully on board. I just got to bring home wine glasses every now and then, too, and she's fine with that, too. Gotcha. You know I mean? Even, uh, so one wine glass to every 10 wine glasses. Yeah, that's basically what we end up going to. <laughs> well, honestly, just the other day, I was, like, looking at my stash, and I was like, I drink fucking, I drink out of, like, four of these a month. What are the other 36 doing? Oh yeah, like, no. I don't even get to the back or to even to the second row. You know what I mean? Like, it's like the first row gets used, washed, put back up on the first row, and then like, you know, the other soldiers behind it never even get the light of day. <laughs> yeah, see, I rotate through pretty pretty heavily. Yeah. I uh, and also have purpose purpose built glassware. Well, there is that. I, I understand. I have, I have an the, entire uh, entire section of nothing but stemmed glassware. And then I have well, another section that's nothing but like purpose, like for aroma glassware. See, I wouldn't, I, I, let me back up. I would not have understood that. There you go. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's literally sure. my entire, or like a third of my kitchen, just glassware. Yeah. I would not have understood that reference uh, prior to this cast. Oh, uh, the aroma. Uh, type of vessels to drink oh, and enjoy oh, yeah. your oh, yeah. Uh, yeah that's impressive but uh, it looks like you don't have any room to grow there oh no I've since I've since grown it more uh, mm-hmm. so we, we've yeah glasses are they break man honestly thousand dollar add-on room on the back of the house <laughs> we had a bit of an extension we went into the <laughs> attic we put an elevator up there uh, it keeps my glassware and my precious moments. Stalled. Yes, that's a, my precious precious moment collections. All right, man. Uh, I uh, am fucking exhausted. Uh, I had a. I was telling Frank earlier. I had a, a sleepover or a campout in my four year old's room last night, and I slept on an air mattress, mm-hmm. which means that I didn't sleep last night. So I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm gonna. I'm gonna peace out. All right. Uh, do you have anything that you want to hit us with before I start playing the intro music? Uh, it would be outro music, wouldn't it? And no. <sighs> God damn it. You are tired. You need to get some rest, Brian. Yeah, I know. I, I'm surprised you haven't told me I look like shit. Take care of yourself. <laughs> yeah. No, okay. <laughs> so, that was um, the last fucking episode. <laughs> that was rough. All right. Uh, we're going to play this. You know what? No. Hold up. We're going to play this one. This is way better. Yeah, yeah it's shake that bagpipe shit. You know what's yeah, up? It's pre that. pre uh, St. Patty's Day. Yeah, I'm gonna drop some Molly and drink some Irish 
what do we call it now? I think you just call them um, whiskey whiskey shots in a Guinness. I don't know. I don't. I'm sure there's probably some better better name whiskey for it. Shot Guinness drinks. We'll drink some of those. <laughs> Well, for Brian here in North Texas, uh, I appreciate you guys listening uh, to this long-ass episode or maybe two episodes. depends on how I cut it. But um, uh, I encourage you guys to go out, rate, review our podcast, tell a friend about us. We really appreciate it. And remember, we're on every podcast app out there, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. We are on all of them, so be sure to tell friends to check us out. Um also check us out over on social media at no Beer left cast on instagram that's me at no Beer left cast on twitter that'd be frank at nblb beer on twitter that is me it's much more beer friendly uh twitter profile for brian here in north texas until next time i'm out as always thanks for listening thanks for allowing me to uh join you know late late in the conversation and then by default push it into the three hour category um appreciate you guys love you for parker in tulsa oklahoma i'm out fuck off covid son where'd you find this